This week on Out Now with Internet, we are going over our sixth annual summer box office gamble. We're going to find out who won, who lost, and who went beyond. Abe, hello, hello. Out Now is a film podcast where Abe and I discuss new movies weekly. We cover some various movie topics, jump into a mostly spoiler-free review, then jump back to fun movie topics. This is episode 297, 297. We're very, very close to 300 now. We, yes, we are. By the way, episode yeah. 300 is coming. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, in lieu of a new uh, you know, main film review this week, we're actually doing the, uh, the results show for the sixth annual Summer Movie Gamble which is plenty exciting in itself right there. Uh, I, I mean, not... there's going to be there's gonna be so many genres that we're going to cross. There's going to be suspense, action, adventure. I mean, it's crazy. None of that will involve tulip fever either, so I think we'll be, in a, we'll be <laughs> doing well in this week's episode. But yeah, um, happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're back here doing a... An episode I've been looking forward to all summer, given that we've recapped the kind of the box office every week on this show since doing the initial episode. Um, but yeah, we uh, a lot of interesting results. We're going to get into all of that. We have a, a cadre of people here to join us to talk about the uh, what happened this summer and where they placed and what have you. So let's get into that. Let's uh, let's go to our guest here uh, from Fast Film Reviews. He's found himself a baby driver to pilot his cars three times as fast as a hitman's bodyguard. It's Mark Hoban. Hi, everyone. That was a mouthful there, Aaron. From Movies Marcus. I'm glad you were able to work in uh, Baby Driver there. (laughs) From Movies Marcus, he's the last knight hoping to tell no tales except for the legend of the sword. It's Marcus Robinson. Hey, everybody. Let's get this over with. (laughs) (laughs) And coming in from North Carolina, it's a wonder his Planet of Apes features no atomic blondes, just a few Guardians of Dunkirk. It's Alan Aguilera. How are we doing over there in sunny California and the areas in California that are far away from me? It's hot, guys. It's hot. It's pretty hot, man. Heat wave this weekend. Yeah. Oh, we had a high of 81 today. It was wonderful. You guys should visit during the summer. I I missed that. Mark Hoban told us he had 106 yesterday. Yeah, 106. I saw lightning yesterday. Really? Yeah. On an hour drive, and there was like a rainbow, and then lightning just struck in front of it. It was like, wow, that's weird. Okay. Huh? It's probably a bad. Or must omen. be having a battle. Yeah, it's, bad, bad, it's a bad omen for Marcus. That's that's all I'm thinking. But, uh, oh great! Okay. okay. <laughs> no, well, this should be fun. This, no matter where you place, I think we should all <laughs> recognize that we had fun doing the summer movie Campbell. It was. I mean, the great news is that you're going to learn from this, and uh, you'll be back next year. You're talking Maybe. to Marcus like he lost. Like you don't know this yet. Well, I don't know. You, technically, sure. you we do all know. know. We all know, the three, the two of us know the points, but we know yeah, we're gonna we, get we've to been this. calculating it ever since day one. Yeah. Alan, I know you're pretty much like at a wash. You don't know what to think right now. I no, no, I know nothing. Because you, you much you like le- John Snow, you left off certain <laughs> things. You have some picks that are like, oh, that's a different interesting one. But you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Whatever. You're, you're, I, you yeah. came to play. You're a little bit more aware, I believe, right? Mark is a season oh, yeah. vet. I, I follow this thing really closely. Yeah, we're aware. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I already I already have a pretty good idea who won, who lost, 
where I figure. But you know, I'll defer this, to this you. Is gonna, this is going to turn into a roast real quick. There's going to be some surprises. I, I guarantee you that right now, because I was surprised by some of the results here. But uh, it, no, this, this should be fun, because it's a... Uh... There was a well. Let's talk about it, guys. Let's 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 let that, that let's go. Okay, let's do this. First, let's do some let's do some quick show notes stuff. Okay, real quick. There's really nothing. Uh, basically, we had we had we had, we had a few bonus shows uh, this past. The week. show right. the show notes are there are no show notes. They're not too many, but we yeah. had some fun. Really had some really fun bonus shows. We had what we did a uh, Abe and I did our first out now flashback episode with Professor Mike Dillon. We talked about Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, uh, yep. which is a lengthy and very good discussion. I was really happy with that one. Um, and, uh, uh, I was in a discussion with, uh, Brandon Maxwell and, uh, Jim Dietz, uh, where we talked about, uh, millennials versus classic films, uh, which I also think was a pretty good discussion. So we, we had two bonus episodes that dropped in the last two weeks, which I, you know, I think fun way to kind of move around things when we're not getting, you know, new releases that are worth talking about. So there you go. There. Yeah. We're kind of like in the dregs of summer. So, yeah. you know, not a whole lot of many new releases, mainstream releases that we're going to be talking about, but it's good that we had some, uh, some interesting show topics. This is like this was like the first time in 25 years this week in particular that there was not a, a new release that opened on more than a thousand screens. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's how I little that. that's how little effort they've been putting into new releases for our Labor Day this week. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what else? iTunes reason ratings good to get those helps out the show helps other people find the show. If you want to log on to iTunes, search for out now there in your name. That'd be great. You can give us a star rating and even a written review. That'd be awesome. Yeah, thank you very much in advance. All right, so. We generally do, you know, something for know everybody. I just have one main question, um, which sure. just leads into our show, which is, how was the summer? How would you guys characterize the summer at the movies? Underwhelming for I mean, me, personally. I would say from the business end, as far as, like, U.S. box office concerned, it was the worst uh, in, like, more than a decade. But from the perspective of seeing good movies, I think it was really good. I, I have a, a nice, small collection of movies I really loved and probably will end up in my top 10 at the end of the year. Yeah, I'd have to agree with Mark on that. Uh, I didn't, I missed a, a, a lot of the smaller movies, but I did see a couple of the, the indies and they were really good. And then I saw a couple of the big budgets and they were really good. I, I know the box office is gonna, it was like a record low, but I, I was content with what I saw. Yeah. I, I was a, a little bit in uh, Alan's boat. Of, it felt underwhelming to me. And then I looked at the list of the movies that came out, and I was like, you know, I actually liked a lot of these movies, including some of the smaller art house pieces, which I don't know if there were many art house pieces, but the ones that did come out, pretty solid. So I guess financially it just didn't blow me away as it did last year or what's going to come up next year. Well, I think for me it was I had high expectations or moderately decent expectations for a lot of the movies coming out. And other than maybe one or two of them, I didn't really get knocked on my feet. So mm-hmm. overall, I just like it was fine, but I don't think it was gangbusters or anything. Or maybe I just wasn't watching the right movies. Uh, this is for me. This is a better summer than last summer, um, easily. Uh, just looking at the kind of releases that came out, I put up a uh, my top ten films of the summer over Wise of Blue, and just looking at that list, there's a it's a good mix of both smaller films and the larger films. Um, yeah, I. I I, I agree with that. There, there's just there was a lot of quality to find this summer. I think if you were looking for it, especially if you're, you know, in an area that has a lot of you know art house theaters or what have you, you could, there's certainly there was a lot going on 
you know, on the smaller side. But I think even the biggies, aside from some that I don't think I was necessarily expecting the greatest things from, aka Transformers or even Pirates, <laughs> for that matter, which I still liked. I liked the Pirates movie, even if it wasn't right. the best. Uh, but, but aside, but aside from like those that are like, hey, here's the fifth installment of this thing. The other ones, you know, like we'll get to it, but things like like Guardians or Wonder Woman, like those movies delivered. I, I think yeah. they, it, it worked out in that regard. Uh, we'll get, I, we'll I thought get, the yeah. the top three films of the summer were actually films that I liked, like yes. they were good, and that I don't think I would was able to say that about last year. Looking at the this list right here, um, the the top eight films I like all of those. <laughs> so <laughs> um, the. The, the the 10th I did not see, and the 9th is one of the worst movies of the year. But, you know, besides that, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of good stuff. <laughs> and again, that could just that's just, you know, the blockbusters. That doesn't count the, you know, right. the, the huge things, that or the smaller things that came out. Yeah, the but, small things that yeah. maybe didn't make $100 million. Yeah. Um, although there were some surprises as far as how much money certain things did make. So let's, um, let's, let's kind of move into that, I guess. Let's... Um, Let's go over the, the the results of the of the summer here. Uh, Let's for, do it. Just for reference. Oh boy. So, I guess we'll go to ten ten to one. Uh, number ten, um, and still climbing. Um, Girls Trip with one hundred and twelve million dollars at the time of this recording. Um, it'll probably end up around like one twenty, one twenty five. Good like for them. Inches, but yeah, 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 definitely good for good them. Good for them. that sounds kind of patronizing the way you're saying it alan but wasn't it going head to head with like rough night and these other movies that were well yeah there were no right yeah the concept of like the r-rated you know female comedy thing was uh kind of large this year especially with yeah rough night and also what was the one with amy schumer snatched snatched yeah yeah. yeah. so it was like oh wow there's like a lot of r-rated comedies for women kind of thing it's like Girls Trip just kicked their asses. Oh, the, the difference yeah. was that Girls Trip got you know some of the best reviews of the year, and you know Snatched and Rough Night got terrible reviews. I think that that, that could made be it, that made a difference, along with being you know a, a going for an audience that doesn't quite get marketed to as much as gen, as you know you usually see. Um, it kind of hit a lot of voids right there, along with you know there's a lot of boy centric movies going on. Here's this you know an adult you know female comedy coming out around along the same time as Dunkirk and other you know other stuff that's out. Did anybody here see it? I have not yet. Yeah, I, I saw Girl's I Trip. How was it? So, oh, where, where? I actually saw it because it was a hit, and I hadn't. Um, I didn't see it like opening weekend. It was fine. I mean, I thought it was enjoyable. I mean, I, I don't think it's something that I would recommend to everyone, but it, it was it, it was well written and it 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 had some laughs in it. Okay. Number nine was uh, Transformers: The Last Night with 130 million, which is. <laughs> Not big a cl- for Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Underperformer. Classic. That's a classic. I didn't see it. So. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is the first Transformer movie that I actually skipped. <laughs> well, is it because uh, Mark too much too much Mark Wahlberg for you? No, uh, you know what? I walked out of the last one. I don't know if anyone remembers this, but I walked out of the last one right before uh, apparently it got good. No. Uh, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> i think i think i sat through about an hour and a half of it and i said you know i think i've had enough and i have other stuff to do and maybe i can hit <laughs> <laughs> i can hit the home depot before it closes or something second that's best a practical in the series. Answer. yeah <laughs> the pra- practical answer there marcus yeah there's gonna be a standalone bumblebee movie next year next next december coming out is yeah. there really travis knight director Barf. of Kubo and the two strings good for him 
<laughs> that wasn't patronizing. That, that wasn't patronizing at all. No. But it's that's it's quite a curiosity to see how think about how that will do compared to this one where you this is the movie that's supposed to launch the cinematic universe of Transformers movies and it was I mean it made money but compared to other Transformers movies not much money. <laughs> that's, that's it's a big steep dive. Worldwide's only like 600 where the previous, you know, or was a billion. So but the, the like the last two at least and the other ones are you know certainly high uh, remember the last time that transformers movie was in the summer we were predicting it that it would be the number one movie so that's sort of how things have changed mm-hmm. number nine <laughs> yeah um next up is war for the planet of the apes which 144 million still climbing a bit um by the time it ends i don't think we'll have too much more than where it is um War for the Planet of the Apes, I think uh, we all had it around the middle. I think we all had it kind of around like six or seven spot. Um, so it came in a little low uh, compared to what you know was expected. Uh, yeah, it I, did worse worse than I thought it would. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I, I think the kind of the movie's a bit more depressing um, than other blockbusters mm-hmm. out there, which I think added to it. It's also it's also long um, in a way where it's like. I don't know if the word of mouth is like, you got to go see War for the Planet of the Apes. It's super long. It's super depressing. I don't think that's exactly the movie that spells out. you got to go see it right away. Yeah. But it did have great, you know, strong reviews. Um, Very strong reviews. Super great effects. Uh, again, I'm still pretty amazed by the uh, the texture of the, uh, the CG that they put in there. Uh, let's see. Number seven was Cars 3 with $151 million. <laughs> Was that a surprise? <laughs> no. <laughs> did people think that was going to do better? Alan thought it was going to do someone better. Someone did. Yeah, well, I mean, like, in, in terms... Yeah, because Cars 2 definitely didn't do this much money at the box office, did it? Yeah, it did. Cars 2 did, like, 200-something. Oh, 200. Okay, my bad. Yeah, Cars yeah. 2 did... I mean, I did it, some it, research, Abe. By, <laughs> by um, other standards, it, Cars 2 did 191 domestic. Um, okay. But, yeah, no, it's certainly... You know, it, it's not a... It's not a film people call to. It's like, this is what Pixar does. But, I mean, it did make money. Uh, just less yeah. than other standard Pixar movies, and this one also made less than you know, the standard right. Pixar. It wasn't bad. Uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. No, I think it's by, <laughs> it's by default the best Cars movie. Best, I would say. The best Cars movie. Yeah. <laughs> Is it uh, the be- It's the best Cars movie. We'll give that Abe and I are like the two people well, that like Cars too. Yeah, we talked about it on the show. We're like, where do you? Where does this rank? And we're like, it probably goes three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah but I, I will say that the moral of cars 3 was uh odd like i i definitely did not see where that film was going hmm. I, mean, I mean it was kind of like you know what if you're old give up step aside <laughs> oh, I gotta oh see this man movie. It, i need was, to see this film this sounds like that, right up my alley that was the moral it's like old old people need to step aside and yeah. let the new, you're the never new gonna generation. be as good as the next group yeah yeah no, the new, oh, man. Let, the, let the new generation have their 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 <laughs> time in the spotlight you're you're like over and done with mark. so i just not get to number one i thought that was an odd like moral for the thing but but in some ways it was sort of like you know, unexpected. So I guess that's in its favor. You're old, give up. <laughs> give up. You're you're old. <laughs> you, you need to step aside. I want to do a commentary <laughs> just for Cars Three of Mark now. <laughs> that's what we should. Oh, this is perfect. I want that. That's uh, awesome. Number six uh, was Pirates of the Caribbean: Golden Tell No Tales uh, with 172 oh. million. Um, 
which oh i it didn't go to number one. It oh wait <laughs> jeez <laughs> i i don't i, I can't uh, even read you can't read here um <laughs> uh, so yeah that's uh i mean some of us have predicted that pirates would you know given the the trajectory of the series box office wise how it's been diminishing kind of had that in mind. <laughs> Others thought it sorted new heights. That said, it did better than you most know, of us thought. I mean, right, right. It, it, I, I will say, I, I actually thought, I mean, I did put it in my top ten, but I kind of toyed with the idea of not even putting it in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I forgot to put Transformers six. in my top ten. Yeah. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to your results. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to your <laughs> results. But no, Pirates, <laughs> I mean... It, in it terms of six. in terms of the series, it's the you know it did the worst of the series. Although it's there's like, other it, there's other things you guys can make fun of me more than pirates. Come on, it's done huge worldwide. I will give it that too. It's uh, it's yeah. almost at eight hundred million worldwide. It's one of the biggest worldwide releases of the year. Um, and yeah, I did like I did like it. I did enjoy it. Uh, I like both you know one through three and five anyway. So you know I I was happy to have pirates delivered to some fashion. Uh, but yeah, should have been. <laughs> uh, number five is Dunkirk, uh, with 178. Yeah. With, oh, uh, with, number uh, with, five. That's yeah. a surprise there. Well, it it performed higher than many of us were expecting. Oh, I yeah. mean, I didn't even Definitely put it in my not. top ten. I'm, exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm kicking myself for that now. I just I don't I'm, know why to doubt Nolan. I, that's that's, that's I my know. thought process. I should I not have done that. I'm gonna remember that for the next time he has a movie released. The 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 most interesting thing about this one is people went back, and word of mouth got around even though it was edited the way it was edited. That that's well, I think not that's everyone's as dumb surprising. as you, Marcus. I think more people are I need stuff right. laid out like pirates. Ooh. I need I need stuff laid out like pirates. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, you, you, I, you I, need I, exposition every ten seconds and over long length. <laughs> <laughs> He did put in title cards. He had like you know, oh, yippy skippy. That that yeah, it was yippy great. Skippy. <laughs> skippy. Well, it was a mix of the majority the of people liked it, and also yeah. it had that IMAX factor where yeah, you uh, can't see any. Or you know the, at least the seventy millimeter yeah. factor where you can't see anything right. like this. And anywhere you know what? Else. That was. I think that's one of the things that pushed it over the top. Is that it was one of those films that you almost had to see in IMAX. It was all about the spectacle and the you know the experience. I mean that movie is not. It's a good movie, but it's not going to be the same thing sitting at home watching it on a TV screen as it is in the theater. So. Well, real quick, let me put let me put put this out there for you. Have you seen my TV? Because it's great. So what I'm spending all my money on? Unless it's the size of an IMAX screen. Put it on Facebook. No, I won't. <laughs> it won't fit, Marcus. That's the point. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Um, Mine can't wrap around a lot of stuff going on right now. <laughs> but yeah, Dunkirk was a was a huge hit. I mean, it's a huge hit. Yes, yeah. it's, it's still yeah. making money. Like it, it, it's it's not going to catch up to number four. But I don't know. I, I like I like my movies laid out for me. <laughs> keep going. It's it is going to keep going, and given the kind of Oscar push that Warner Brothers is going for with it, it oh yeah, it'll probably make it to two hundred. Why wasn't it, listen, Why wasn't Detroit at number five? That's what I have. Though. Why wasn't Detroit at number five? I mean, given how well it did, I was very glad I didn't put it in my my. Uh, my dark horses either because i was there i i had it at like number 10 or 9 for like a long time on my list thinking man this is gonna hit at the right time and mm. things, think while well, things in america got darker detroit's bright box office goals did not get brighter so this, this, by the way this this is where uh aaron and i separate because he put smartly dunkirk at number nine Everything yeah. else about our list is exactly the same. Just it's weird that it turned out that way. He put Dunkirk at number nine. I put the Mummy 
So well, I would have. You know, yeah, I could, I, argue for, too, I could argue for the mummy. I mean, yeah. again, I, I, I mean, look, I, on paper. I mean, but exactly. look at, on look paper, at Tom Cruise makes movies that have Mission Impossible in the title that do well, and doesn't have Mission Impossible mm-hmm. in the title, and they don't do as well. Yep, it sounds that's, so uh, easy. <laughs> Makes so much sense. <laughs> so easy. Super valid point. All right. <laughs> Number four is Despicable Me <laughs> three with two hundred fifty-seven million dollars. Not a real surprise. Ooh. I knew yeah. it was funny. It's a little lower than I expected. I would add it at number like two, I think. I think a lot of what was more two. surprising to me was mm-hmm. its was its production budget, which is like eighty million. Which I yeah, was like, the, wow, that's uh, that's not expensive at all, and it's making bank back. All those imagination or illumination um, movies out there fairly inexpensive. Fairly inexpensive. To, you know, I Pixar's I wonder like how million, so. how many of these movies we if we had actually gotten to see the film before we predicted whether we would put it at the same number because Despicable Me 3 I put at number 2 as well. I thought it was going to be a huge hit. If I had seen this film, I would not have put it at number 2. Mm. Interesting. Meaning I did not think it was good. It, it was it was substandard. It was very bad. Not enough minions. <laughs> I actually hear that they kind of well, come in. A, they're kind of like a super side story. Given right? that, uh, given that I famously am not a fan of Minions, this is the most I liked the Minions ever in a movie. So it had that going for it for me. <laughs> and, and this is the uh, I actually liked uh, Despicable Me one and two, and this one I actually hated. And this is actually. the best in the franchise in my eyes. <laughs> the best Despicable Me. Yes. Well, it's opposite A. Right up there with Cars. The 3. box office definitely reflects the the. I think the feeling this franchise is definitely not on its like on upswing anymore. Well, that's it. It's the biggest film worldwide this summer, so it's got that. I'm sure, this game we just took before. It's all over the world. People like this big old me three. I guess again over a billion dollars, right? Yeah, it's gonna be at a billion dollars this week. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three is Spider-Man: Homecoming with three hundred twenty-four million dollars and counting. Yeah. Good most job. Of, most of us had this. Uh, yeah, like not Marcus, yeah. Ours, but most of us had this. <laughs> did I have it? No, you didn't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> most of us had it, Marcus. Most, most of you us say had most. It. Of, okay, all but one. Okay. Yeah, you had a number seven. <laughs> but, um... I ripped up my form about three weeks after uh, uh, King Arthur came out. So you should you should have, uh... you have uh, submitted a new one, and we would have just not have ten points. You but, and Jordan you know. had this in common. Jordan also had a number seven. Not a lot of faith between you guys with Spider Man. Apparently, I didn't need. I you know what? Honestly, this was a, a great surprise because I didn't see the need for another Spider Man. But uh, there's this little thing called was, the MCU that people really like, though. And then kind of I was wrong. Yeah. This was a this was a great entry in in the uh, Marvel universe. Yeah. Can't uh, deny it. Number two, which was most people's number one, except Alan, of course, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two of three hundred eighty-nine million dollars. I I solidly thought it was going to be number one. Everybody did. No, yeah, nobody had Alan. a reason not to, except for yeah, Alan. I think I put and, it and in Marcus, my dark of course, horses. and Marcus. Let me forgot. I forgot. Did I put Marcus. it in my dark horse. Oh yeah, Marcus. you had a number four. <laughs> okay, that's higher than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the. That's uh. That's comforting to know that you remember your your placement of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a Actually, if Marcus horses. had put Pirates at number one and then decided to put Guardians at number two, that would have worked out very well for you. It well, <laughs> it would have helped. It would have brought things up a bit. That's for sure. That's there's no denying that. This is patronizing. Well, Marcus, you have, you, have, you have War for the Planet of the Apes at number two and Transformers at number three. Your your top three is just like a disaster zone waiting there. <laughs> Marcus, I want you to know that when results come out, I am not making fun of you. 
Okay, thank you. I'm not making thank fun of Marcus. You. I'm pointing out what he did. That's that's just no making. There's oh, no fun being made. <laughs> How fast can you come over to California so we can watch Cars three together? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best prize. All of us just gather <laughs> together and watch Cars three to record commentary. <laughs> Sweltering heat. <laughs> uh, and number one, of course, is uh, Wonder Woman, um, which was just the the hit that kept going at four hundred eight yeah. million dollars after. Uh, some would say soft ninety million opening, something like that. Or hundred was it a hundred dead on? It was I think it was hundred dead. It was like a hundred. Yeah, opening yeah. hundred and three, hundred and three opening weekend. Oof. And just good for her. And the drugs good for her. <laughs> Don't be and, the, the, This was one of those movies that that her. right after we had submitted everything, you're thinking about and going, well, this this really has it. Why didn't I put this higher? Well, everybody probably put it higher than I did. But why didn't I put this at number one or number two? Because of the political climate and everything that I had heard this was going to be a monster hit yeah I definitely kicked myself in the face uh, after we well, recorded like yeah. I should have left it where I originally all had of us it, have it be either higher. like four or three except yeah Abe you have it at seven yeah Mark, Mark that was after six. last second change yeah and uh, what do, what Adam I actually forgot to put it on his list <laughs> like he doesn't even have it in, even in his uh, and we'll horses. get to his results <laughs> oh that's gonna be Marcus, fun you had it right in the middle you had around number six okay yeah what did I have it like at four yeah most of us had it at four which I mean given that most of us had our top three being Spider-Man Despicable Me and Guardians it's like yeah that makes a lot of sense why you think that but yep that, that, that was wrong Alan had it at number six as well but it's not oh, good, no. though. Never mind. If, you, if the number one movie you would put at number four, I mean, I'm talking about myself here, uh, but if you put the number one movie at number four, that's not good. Well, th- think about summer 2014 when all of us had no idea what Guardians of the Galaxy was going to do. None of us thought right. it was going to be number one. And guess what that's it was? True. It was right yeah, at Okay, so we, we yeah, did exactly. better than that year, yeah. Uh, yeah actually, might... the, so score-wise, we, we, this, is, this is a weak year for us as far as our score total scores. Um, even yeah. the top, even the top yeah. one is not anywhere close to last. year. Last year's top was seventy one. Seventy points. something, yeah. Exactly. Uh, this this one, this year, did, we did, none of us top sixty this year. Yeah. Um, Yikes. There's a yeah yeah <laughs> like I, I'm I'm like twenty points lower than I was last year. <laughs> like I checked some of these scores out. <laughs> well, um, you you and you should go into the scoring because it yeah, isn't exactly intuitive. Like some yeah, of it is. No, I understand. Yeah. No, I am going to go into you, the scoring. You yes. can actually, you can like, for example, you cannot even have Wonder Woman in your top ten at all and still do very well. Yeah, that's yeah, so I did very well. Serious system. Yeah, but I did very well. What I'm go I'm going to go into the point system here. Okay. I'm just going over some general thoughts on our okay. our previous years because we've had. It's hard to kind of. I mean, you can make an average, but we've had more and more people on every gamble, so it's, you know, it's a little bit skewed. But that said, yeah, our there are, there are some higher scores. Um, obviously, some of them have higher, more higher scores than others, but in terms of kind of compared to other years, uh, not as good. We're all kind of close. What was interesting for is that I looked all the way back to our first summer gamble, the one where yeah. we famously did it a week after the Avengers opened, and all of us except Abe predicted Dark Knight Rises to be number one, while Abe had <laughs> went with that. Uh, I mean, yeah, that was like that somehow was we still lost, which was funny right. to me as I was adding up these scores again, because um, <laughs> because Adam won that year um, mainly because like he had other things that were just dead. Uh, he, he had Prometheus at number ten. That was huge for him. So I'm going to go over why. I'm going to go over why scores, why the scores are, how they, how they work and everything. So as you guys know, 
that listen to this podcast. We did our summer gamble. We predicted what we thought would be the number one through ten at the domestic box office, and we also had three Dark Horse picks. So how it works, um, there's an elaborate scoring system where if you have number one or number ten dead on, as in if you had Wonder Woman and Girls Trip as number one or ten, you would get 13 points for those entries. Each. That each. That's the highest number of points you can get for that. Um, if and, have, and Aaron, how yeah. many people did that? None of us had that. No, no nobody. None of, none, nobody. None of us yeah. got either the number one or the number ten correct this year, which I think right. is a first. I'm pretty sure that's a first time. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever missed, you know, both of those things. Uh, we, we rarely get number ten, but number one generally we mostly Some have. Some people usually get yeah. it. Like you you and Scott Mendelson had Finding we Dory. We had Finding Dory because we're smart. Right. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But, uh, uh, <laughs> but, um... I roll. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> But yeah, so if you had number one or number 10 dead on, you get 13 points for those each. If you were to get um, 10 through 9, if you got them one away from where they actually were, so say if you, we mostly had Guardians of the Galaxy at number one, and it was in fact number two, that would... Uh, okay, sorry, I skipped one. I'll get back to yeah, that. Yeah, okay. the 10 if you got, okay, so Besides, if you had 9 through 2, um, if you had those dead on anywhere in there, if you had Spider-Man at 3, you would get 10 points. And and that's huge. Yeah, that's, that's a huge. huge. That's huge you, too. You yeah. can make up a lot you, of ground that way. Yeah. You right. Yeah, because I've studied this scoring system, and if you you can get a whole bunch of things wrong, but if you happen to get like War for the Planet of the Apes at number eight, or if you happen to pick Dunkirk at number five, that's ten points right there. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that that's major. That's even more major than even remembering, you know, a, a, maybe a movie that doesn't even. You know, uh, like you, you forget a movie that is supposed to be in the top ten, and you don't put it there. The, yeah. Getting it dead on is more important than almost anything else. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that really helps. Uh, so that's ten points. If you were to get it one away from where it actually landed, so as I was saying, if you got like Guardians at number one and it was in fact number two, that would net you seven points. So that's still a good number. Like if you're one off, right. that's still a good amount of points. If you're two away, so say you said War for the Planet of the Apes at number six and it was number eight, so you're two spots away, that's five points. Right. And if you just got, if you picked a, a movie that was on the list at all, no matter where it was on the list, compared, or I, I mean, if it was more than two spots away, it's three points. Um, and if any of your Dark Horse picks landed in the top ten, that's one point. Right. So that's the scoring system. That's how that works. And it's, I mean, you, yeah. can, you can go through them and, um, you know, kind of add up where you were and everything. And we had some yeah. we had some listeners that uh, that chimed in as well. And actually, we can uh, why, why, why don't we go over yeah, the scores first. Into, let's, let's move into the results. Let's go. Let's get to the results. Let's get to the results for our listeners first, because we did get some listener responses. And so before we you know humiliate Marcus even more, we can uh, get oh. to those. Um, <laughs> Marcus, you're zug. this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, so so we got we got some we got some some write-ins, uh, some emails. Um, you win nothing, but it's you. But it's just fun to have you play along. It's always good. To, again, this has grown since we started it, so it's it's great that we have fan interaction. For sure, yeah. And I will read right now. Let's see, Manish Mather. He uh, he got a uh, forty-five points uh, total. He had uh, he had Guardians at number one, Cars to three, Spider Man, Despicable Me, Wonder Woman, Alien Covenant, Baywatch, Pirates Five, War for Planet of the Apes, and Snatched. And he had Rough Night, Detroit, and Dark Towers as dark horses. So he ended up with forty-five points. Um, so good on him. Uh, Abe, what, uh, what, what did the other ones get? Kevin, you got uh, 43 points, and you had Despicable Me number one, Spider-Man Homecoming number two, Wonder Woman number three, Cars three, four, Transformers five, War for the Planet Apes is uh, seven, or wait, uh, I'm sorry, uh, seven, yeah, Pirates, eight, uh, Mummy, nine, and Baywatch, ten. Uh, Alex, you also had, uh, you had 38 points, uh, Despicable Me three, 
more for Planet of the Apes, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man Homecoming, Transformers, Dunkirk, Cars 3, Baywatch, and Pirates Last. And uh, lastly, a friend of the show, Jay, he had um, 51 points, which is, uh, I'm going to say it, it's Pretty higher than solid. almost it's higher than yeah. almost every one of us in the box office gamble this year. <laughs> he had Despicable Me 3 at number one, Guardians at number two, Spider-Man at number three, Wonder Woman at four, Pirates, Transformers, War for Planet of the Apes, Dunkirk, Cars 3, Baywatch, then Alien, Hitman, Snatched as his Dark Horses. But see, yeah, by having Hitman in there. Huh. Yeah, Hitman in, in his Dark Horses, yeah. And oh. having Guardians at number two yeah, really helps. Exactly. Because he yeah. put this people at number one, he had Guardians and Spider-Man back-to-back ten-pointers right there. And even then, you still get points for the other ones as well. So yeah, that yeah. helped a lot. Um, and having most of the other ones kind of not too far off from where they actually landed. Yeah, that was the thing. Um, I guess we'll get more into what things didn't place and what surprises there were. We already talked about some surprises as far as how high certain things, excuse me, how yeah. high certain things got, but we'll get back to more of that later. So now we're going to go over everybody's totals. Um, and I have them ranked as far as, you know. Drum roll, please. So we'll, we'll get there, yeah. We'll, so we'll go one by one, and as we get to, you know, anybody that's on the show right now, as we get to you guys, just go, you can go over quickly what you thought like your, were your favorite films of the summer. Um, and even some worse if you have any, but uh, we can get to worse later, actually. Just so, yeah, so you, yeah. if you have, like, favorite films of the summer, please, you know, feel free to lend those out as we get to your numbers. Uh, at the bottom of the list, uh, so there, there were there were, there were were 12 of us total that participated, uh, which is, <laughs> this is huge for us. Uh, and, you know, I'll just say it. Marcus, you were you, you lost. You lost the summer gamble this year. You had 24 points. I came points. in dead last? You were dead last with 24 dead points. Dead last. Which and uh-huh. I had to I had to go back to the records. I had to look through all five summer gambles to make sure. Are, are there moral victories? Well, yeah, we'll, of course. I'll get to, we'll get to the moral victories in a second. <laughs> but I want to get to your, the record that you did achieve. You had the lowest points ever on any of our summer gambles. <laughs> Don't kick him while he's down. I'm not him. He should be proud. He was better than everybody else at losing. He's oh, great. Oh, <laughs> dagger. Does that sound bad when oh. I say it out loud? I, I, I have headphones. Well, I, 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 I wanted to myself. enjoy this, but now I feel guilty. <laughs> you don't need oh, to feel guilty. Wow, this is sad. Marcus. He's just racing. He's racing to the bottom. Marcus, you, did, no, you, you, you put in your effort. You, tr- you, you, no, you, what? you played with your heart. Aaron, no wonder you texted me and made sure I was on this podcast. <laughs> sure, but next year... <laughs> When Marcus wins, he can sing. <laughs> exactly. I started at the bottom. Now I'm here. Exactly. 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 I would. So, I would put. I put, I put that yeah, song. We're gonna purposely name song. Marcus Let's make the a redeem note, team. Next we'll make year. a note of it right now. We'll put. Mar- we'll put Drake's <laughs> from the bottom <laughs> as the song if Marcus wins the the gamble next year. We'll make that. We'll make it our fucking theme song if Marcus wins the gamble next year. Redemption <laughs> year, Marcus. Next year, redemption so, year. Now I have to name my firstborn. I'm now with their name. <laughs> right. But yes, lowest of all time in the gamble. It, it's it was it was imp- it was impressive. I did me... I did I did hear you. I did hear you the first time. Uh, yeah, but let, let's go over this list here. <laughs> let's go over this list. We had King Arthur at number ten, the Emoji Movie See, at number wait, nine, wait, 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 Baywatch wait, wait, wait. at number eight, Spider Man at number seven. The first time you got points. Uh, Wonder Woman at number six, Cars three at number five, Guardians at number four, Transformers, War for the Planet of the Apes, and Pirates of the Caribbean. Deadman Tail No Tales. That was a good movie. Yeah, Dunkirk and a Dark Horse. You got a Dark Horse point. There you go. There we go. It could have I, been twenty-three. You, I, I do want to. Yeah, I definitely want to. I, I, I also like want to, you know, point out again that Marcus has repeatedly said that he threw away his list and then made another one. I was like, man, Marcus, we gotta yeah. we definitely gotta work on that, buddy. We gotta see what the I'll unveil. List is. I'm, I'll yeah, unveil gotta... my my list now. Okay. Wonder Woman number one. Guardians number two, <laughs> so on and so forth. 
I think <laughs> you were super clairvoyant at the end of the summer. It's amazing. Eight hundred and fifty-three points. I win. <laughs> well, it was it was interesting to add up your score. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. But Mar- Marcus, what were your favorite films of the summer? What were the couple that like really? Stood King out Arthur. Of course, King Arthur. Yeah. That was one of your favorite films of the summer. <laughs> no, Good score. come on. It wasn't bad. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll see my top. Five. <laughs> I don't know if you're serious or not. He's not. He's not. I don't. I don't know either. He liked it. Um, like I, I liked it enough. I did like it. It, it wasn't like this it. giant turkey, but like yeah. You know, I think I, I agreed with Aaron that it was two films. One was a bad film, and one Marcus, was Marcus. Best film of the summer. Go. Detroit. <laughs> okay. Easy. Good choice. I like that. Detroit, I like that choice. Detroit easy, and then it's probably a uh, a tie between uh, Spider Man Homecoming, which I really, I really, really enjoyed, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two, which I thought was better than the first one. All right. Yeah. At uh, number, uh, uh, my opinion really doesn't matter anymore. What? That is not true. You are, you're, a, you're a valued member of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. You're better you're than Jordan. Oh God. <laughs> Speaking of Jordan, he's next on the list with 41 points. Wait a minute. It goes from 24 to 41. Oh, yeah, my God. <laughs> see, Alan said that. I didn't we, say that. We, yeah, no. We, we triple checked. He's just, just – well, that, but he's just clarifying. That's yeah. not I, – I just I was just looking – I just wanted to make sure I heard that right. But, yeah. Yes. Okay. Again, no, no jab. It's just that's – That's just the fact. Yes, the next highest score was 41 points after the 24 yeah. points we mentioned. Before. Right. So it's like one of those things where you see like a Jordan is 11, but then if you dig a little deeper, you say, oh, wait, it's 41. That's actually – there should be a big space or something. Well, interestingly, because I was going to get to this, but there's a lot of ties this year, and so Jordan's actually number eight. Uh, Marcus was ninth out of twelve. Uh, you know, out of the twelve people, there were some ties here. Uh, we'll, Thank we'll, you. we'll get to that. So yeah, Thank I mean, you're only ninth place instead of twelfth place. If that helps, Thank you made the you, you made the top help. ten. It really it really does help. <laughs> okay, ninth out of ninth. Yeah. Well, obviously, Jordan's not here, so he can't really speak up to what he had. Uh, Let's get to the next one. The next one is Peter. Uh, Peter had 43 points. Uh, Peter, who did did good last year. He won two years ago. Um, He did really well two years ago. But this year, yeah, he had 43 points. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I, I see Peter at screenings a lot. If I had to guess, I would say his favorite movies of the summer are probably Spider-Man and Detroit, actually, Marcus. He he liked those movies both a lot. Um, So he's probably right there with you. Um, next on our not list, on, not on points. Yeah, not on <laughs> not on points. No. He, had, he had 19 more points to do. That's correct. But um, okay. I feel like that guy on Game of Thrones that uh, gets kicked around and his generals get taken away. And what's that guy's name? <laughs> not sure. I actually don't watch the show. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, Abe, name? you don't watch Game of Thrones? No, yeah, oh, it's not because I have it, not brother. because I don't like it. My brother, I... <laughs> you and I, I think we're the only two. Uh, Boom. I am, I am so hey, like out of the conversation. I'm out of the loop. Like at work and the internet, I, I'm like totally like not. I can't be a part of it. Are, are you being stubborn up, now? Is that, is I don't know. I just, I just, I have other things in my life, but I just oh, get around to it someday. Get around to it someday. Someday I will. Actually, to be. This is nothing. I have a life. This is nothing. What we're doing, we're talking about. But I finally got into Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> like twenty years later, which and I'm really loving it. I'm already like in almost the second to the last season right it's, now. So. It is easy to go through. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. It, it, well, then there's only like ten episodes in each season, so yeah. it's it's quick. 
pretty that's, easy. It's the yeah. same with Game of Thrones. Um, let's see. <laughs> but I digress. Let's, let's back. Next up at yeah. number six is Abe with 44 points. Which is actually what can I low, say? It's lower than last year for you, Abe. It's lower than last year, but as always, my goal is to just not come in last. So, oh, jeez. You, you really, no dig, no dig, no dig. You've mostly succeeded. And, uh, yeah, I'm, the, I'm like the San Jose State of... <laughs> El apropos, because you live nearby. Yeah, um, yeah. To answer the question of favorite movies of the summer, I'd say Spider-Man Homecoming and Valerian. Those two like really pop out. There's <gasps> obviously other answers. Abe! I am loving you. We just on the same page tonight. We are like on the same page. You're Boom, stealing. You can't my... see, but I'm doing the whole entire like I think of like I'm pointing. You're, already, you're, you're stealing my thunder because I was going to mention Valerian, but that's fine. Yeah. Well, you can Those do that right are... now, Mark, because you're at number five with 46 points. Yes, I I didn't do very well this. I mean, you know, eight is you fine. Did very but... well last year. Humble brag. Uh, <laughs> Mark did got like one more point than he did last year. So. Oh. Well, so I'm in the top two thirds. That's. Yeah. Whatever. But we all, we all, most of us did, most of you guys did not that well last year. That's kind of what didn't help right. either. So. Yeah. Right. So favorite movies of the summer. Uh, I mean, far and away, my favorite movie of the summer was The Big Sick. Loved it. It's I've talked about it several times, but it's it's really great. So go see it. And then Abe mentioned this. I loved Valerian. Um, I know it wasn't a popular film, but I thought it was just uh, one of the most cinematically dazzling films of the summer. I loved it. It was there, there are certain things that people called out that they thought were problems with the film, and I don't disagree. I, I think that the the leads are weak, and then the chemistry is a little bit not the best. But the spectacular way it's put together, the look of it. I mean, you, you talk about films where they're expensive. You see it like that film looks expensive and i just was blown away by it um and then just a couple other things i want to i'm just going to name several movies that i really loved i love baby driver good time patty cakes beatrice at dinner and detroit those were some of my favorites all right uh number four fourth place is a tie it is between myself and brandon with 48 points 48 Uh, yeah uh brandon i know liked a lot of films this summer um and my uh, personal favorites. I had a lot here, and I, as I said, I had a, I have a top ten. At Weissable, you can find that there. But I'll go for my top five uh, real quick. It, it's uh, Valerian, uh, Good Time, Baby Driver, Dunkirk, and Detroit. Detroit's my favorite film of the of the summer. Um, nice. But I mean, there there's a lot of movies. I was really I was I mean I didn't mention the Big Sick. That's number six. But it's like that's how much I really uh, like yeah. the movies uh, this summer where yeah. the big sick didn't even get my top five where I'm like, I really like this movie, but I like these five just a bit more. It's like splitting hairs too for some of these. Cause these are, yeah. I, I it's really like a lot films. of movies here <laughs> and they're, yeah. and they're all wildly different from each other for the most part. I mean, it's just a lot of, that's what I like too. I think that there's just a lot of variety this summer as far as what you're seeing, whether it's, you know, kind of adult thrillers or superhero movies or comedies or, or even horror film. There's a horror film on my list. Like, there's just a lot of really good stuff. That What's the horror film on your list? It comes at night. Okay. Oh yeah, that's good. I'll speak up for Brigsby Bear too, because that's also on my list. And I really. I haven't seen that, but I've heard that it's super sweet and lovely. That's yes. That's, that's, I, that's, I will that's, have to go seek that out. Yeah. I, I'm surprised because I've seen it and I I really enjoyed it. I'm surprised it it hasn't taken off at all. I mean, I I never expected it to make like huge amount of money, but I mean, it's really done almost nothing. And yeah. I'm just surprised. I mean, it's, I just, it's I got Kyle Mooney in from Saturday Night Live. Think, I don't think the marketing's there. I think that was the problem. Yeah. They don't really know how to sell it, which is weird because they want to preserve. There's like, 
you can call it a twist, but there's, you know, there's a setup to the movie and then it takes a turn and they're just kind of hiding it behind the first like 10 minutes. And it's like, that seems weird when there's so much you can do with telling you what this movie's about uh, as far as kind of, you know, getting people interested in it. But, you know, that's that's where it is. Yeah, it didn't it didn't get the push. And I don't think there were enough theaters showing it. So it wasn't really easy to find. But it hopefully it'll be rediscovered, you know, once it becomes available on streaming and people will like really uh, embrace it because it's it's a really nice film. I think people will enjoy it. I don't know did what it? you thought. Did you write a review on Briggs Mirror, Mark? No, I'm so okay. f- I'm so behind on. I, I haven't done Good Time. I haven't done Briggsby Bear. I haven't done Patty Cakes. But but those are all films I really enjoyed. Okay, yeah, because I, I was I didn't know. I, I thought I, you might have seen it, but I, I couldn't tell what your thoughts were. But I'm, I'm happy you liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I do really like. I, I did like it. I, I I wouldn't put it in my like my top five of the summer or anything. But I, I thought it was an enjoyable film. And then I looked. I I just not that how much a film makes means anything. But sometimes I do like this. Like for example, the Big Sick did like forty million. That's huge because that yeah, no, nobody expected that to make that much money. But Brigsby Bear hasn't even made half a million, so I, that's ridiculous. It deserves to make like five million at least. Mm. I I think. But let's see. Next yeah. on the list here, it's a three-way tie for number three. Uh, so we have Jose, Maxwell. And Alan Aguilera, you three are at number three on the list here with 49. Good points. job. I'm comfortable with that. I am happy. That, wasn't I last last year? You were last last year, and you were, but you were very happy about coming onto the podcast, which made me happy too. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't mind. That's I fine. Don't, yeah. I'm a good sport. <laughs> well, what's, well, what's neat about your list, Alan, and you can go into it in a second here. Trans, you did not have Transformers, I believe. You, you told yeah. me you you, for, you took it off to like kind of move things around, and then forgot to put it back on again. That is correct. Stunningly bold move. Yeah, and it still worked out. Well, what helped you is, as we kind of talked about earlier, is that you had Cars three at number one. So by default, mm-hmm. that means you had Spider-Man and Guardians at two and three, which are dead two on. Two perfect placements. Oh, yeah. look at so me that's, go! Yeah, that's a bunch of points right there. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be I want to be you next year. But <laughs> and even then, you had Atomic Blonde and Alien Covenant, which are neither of those are the top ten, and you Not still managed close. to get third place. <laughs> like you, yeah. did, you just had some uh, really expert choices here. It's like yeah, it really goes back to what Mark said about well, the the yeah. It's the it's it says Guardians at number two mm-hmm. and. Uh, Spider-Man at number three. Actually, I was okay. So I really follow this summer thing. And mm-hmm. Alan, at one point, like the week before, you would have won the whole thing because Dunkirk, Wait. Dunkirk, and Pirates of the Caribbean were flipped, and Dun Pirates was at number five, and Dunkirk was at number six. And that change would have given you extra points in both yep. areas. Uh-huh. But then when those, th- so you would have won the whole thing. <clears throat> but then the uh... next week, the next week, those two numbers flipped. And that made you lose points in both areas significantly, and so that was enough to put you down at number three. So what I'm just—I really want to. You should feel—you should feel good. You—you you could have won if we had cut it like a week earlier. Yeah, I want to go to Mark's house and see like all the facts and figures on his walls, just like taped oh, up. Like, I'm, a, I'm obsessive compulsive. Yeah, in yeah, a way. Yeah. He's, he's no. like uh, he's like um, Carrie in the first season of Homeland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole thing of like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, yarn kind of like tied to different things. <laughs> He's taking his pills to make sure he but, doesn't get delusional. But like I admit it, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a, yes, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, Dun- because Dunkirk was just a steam engine that wouldn't stop. It kept upsetting everybody. Like I was winning for a long time before Dunkirk right. 
did better. <laughs> and so it was like it was me, Alan, and like one other person. But, we'll get yeah, to Dunkirk is not yeah. going to hit number four. That that would ha- it would have to do two hundred yeah. and whatever fifty seven. Yeah. That's it's not going to do that. But like but. it was like those small drops. I was like I was happy because I really love Dunkirk, but also it was like this movie's taking too right. much money. It's gonna fuck my list up for the because uh, I was like, the debut was solid. It's like fifty million. That's perfect. That'll be it'll get like a hundred and whatever. It'll be okay. And then it kept going. It's like, all right, I'm... stop, stop, stop. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Alan, what are your what are your favorite films of the summer? Uh, hands down, Dunkirk. Like yeah. I'm okay that it did as well as it did because I just loved every moment in that film. Uh, I also enjoyed uh, Baby Driver. Uh, it comes at night. I enjoyed Logan Lucky. Um, that came out a few yeah, weeks I ago. Too. That's that was my fun. Mentions, so that I was really good. Like Lucky. Yeah, and then um, Detroit was good. Big Sick was good. Um, it was pretty consistent. It's like some of the bigger blockbusters didn't really do it for me. Oh, Spider-Man: Homecoming was great. That was really good. But like, I, I was on here for Transformers. Like, it was a little underwhelming. That was underwhelming and just terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pirates was fun to watch, but it, there was really nothing more to it. I didn't particularly like the third act of Guardians. Um, oh, I, but I it was funny because I had a blast watching King Arthur because that movie was a disaster. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was just all about every moment. I was like, this is great. This is batshit crazy. Well, so interesting is that none of, us, you know, none of us talk much about apes. And because I think we're I know, Mark, I know you're not as big on apes. And I I like apes. But compared to Don, I thought it was a, you know. I liked it fine. Down. I mean, I, I gave it a pass, a passing grade, but like I wasn't like I crazy I, about it. I say this because I mean, I think we all kind of expected to like absolutely love it. It's like this movie, like this series has been nothing but amazing. Like, can't wait for this, and like, let's see what now what kind of new highs it reaches. And it ended up like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good, but you, you know what's yeah. good and. Abe mentioned this earlier. The special effects are incredible. Oh, I mean, yeah. they've always been they've always been good, but on this one, I found myself sitting there going, "My God, these apes are so lifelike. They're so good." This, this movie, I mean, I wasn't crazy about it, but I really feel like it needs an Academy Award nomination for effects, at the very least. Yeah, I mean, the other two uh, have, and they've both lost, <laughs> so it's a shame. So I'll be very curious what what could possibly go up against this this year's you know apes entry, but uh. I for sure agree. I think the the effects are yeah, phenomenal. It's like there's not I'm not really I'm not qu- like I'm questioning it to the point of like this just looks amazing. Like how is this possible? Like how you know seeing Maurice <laughs> the orangutan running around and like his face is so detailed and the fur especially cuz it's an orangutan so it's just like in such an odd looking creature already and it's like it looks so amazing to see kind of visually realized on screen. But yeah. Um uh, yeah. let's see. Number 2. It's a uh, Scott Mendelson with 50 points. Good job, Scott. Yeah, Scott, last year's winner. He had 71 points last year, down to 50-50 this year. Um, some things that hurt him. Uh, we all had Bay. A lot of us had Baywatch, which hurt most of us. We'll get back to that. Uh, we also yeah. had Captain Underpants in his top ten, which also didn't uh, help him too much. He had Dunkirk and Girls Trip and his Dark Horses, which gave him a couple extra points right there. Uh, but he fell into the same trap as most of us, where we had Guardians and Despicable Me at number one and two. Um Although he he predicted Transformers to be at number eight, it was at number nine, so he's pretty close on that one. Um, he was he was pretty close on several, like the actually, Transformers, yeah, he, he actually got Pirates, a lot of the uh, the one away points, Homecoming, Guardians. And he was always like he was like one away on several yeah. things, yeah. and only two away on others. So that's kind of yeah. he's got about like four of them that are one away. So that, that was already twenty eight points, which and is he pretty. Had, he had, he one had impressive. Most, 
Oh, go ahead. He had Wonder Woman at number three as opposed to four, so that gave him a couple more points there as opposed to having it just right. in his list. So, it, yeah, it, there, and yeah, there was, there was a couple that are just, you know, dead on and whatnot. Like it, and did you mention his Dark Horses? His, yeah, his Dark Horse. He got the two points yeah. for Dunkirk and Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, number one, not on the show tonight, unfortunately. Could not make it. I really wanted to get him on. <laughs> it's uh, Adam Gentry, friend of the show. And the Good first, job, the, Adam. The Whoa. first winner. Our first winner of the Summer Gamble back in the day, back in 2012. Right. Uh, but yes, he went with 53 points, um, which I think is our lowest winner, if I had to it's look at it. It's the lowest winner, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Like, Again, no, you no won, takeaway. but you're the lowest winner. It, it was a weird It was a weird summer. No takeaway from his win. But, it, it, again, what uh, Aaron mentioned earlier, when we're hitting 70s and 60s, 53 is pretty mm-hmm. significantly lower. Like, you, you lost with more points than Adam had when he won in the first year, and you were second place in what the first was, year. How much did the winner get last year? Uh, Scott won with 71 points last yeah, year. Yeah, 71. Okay. I had okay. 66 points last year. <laughs> Not bad. Too. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I had around 40-something. <laughs> yep. Uh, but no, Adam... Um, so the crazy thing about Adam's list, though, is he didn't have Wonder Woman on it whatsoever. Right! <laughs> 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 he, it's, but it's, then, yeah, to Mark's point, he had three that were dead on. Yeah, because so, he, right. he also has Baywatch, The Mummy, and Alien Covenant in his top ten. None of no. those are in the top ten. Like so, that's no, three spots that's completely gone, and he's still unbelievable. Managed to win this yeah, because he had apes yeah. dead on. He had pirates dead on. He had uh, was it car or Despicable Me? Despicable Me three dead on. Spider Man. One away. Spider Man's one away. Guardians yeah. one away. One away. Uh, and he had, yeah. yeah, he transforms all the way to number three, Again. and he still won. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's I'm amazed that he got Wonder Woman, and he still won. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Dunkirk and his Dark Horse. Uh, yeah, Captain Underpants and Atomic Bond, they didn't do anything. Uh, but yeah, yeah it, it was impressive. So congratulations to Adam Gentry. Congratulations on that, Adam. Mr. Gentry, I... you are a winner. Sec- two times now, right? Two times. The second time winning. The first two-timer to win the uh, Summer Gamble. But the two-time uh, MVP award in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Mark and I, who have been on since the beginning, have yet to win the Summer Gamble. <laughs> You guys have got Mark, did you win? I, no, Mark, did you win? I've never won. I think I did win, did you win one, year. one year. No, you did I win one year because I... I got you a prize. Yeah, that's right. I got everybody. Yeah, a yeah, prize. yeah. It was a, you. You gave me a minion or something. I gave you a minion. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still have it. Oh, oh nice. I, I certainly wouldn't buy that on my own. I think. So yeah, I, I think you like, won the second. Who gave year. this to me? I, yeah, I <laughs> right. Like the second year because I think Adam won the first year. You won the second year. I think Maxwell won the third year. Then Peter. Right, right. Then Scott and now Adam. Yeah, that that's it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Woo! So Abe and I, I mean, have, have not won. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, a little bit more yeah, but I, I feel like I'm wor- I'm working my way down. Like I, I started <laughs> near the top, and now I'm you're like... the opposite of the sign that we're going to play for Marcus. And we're gonna... <laughs> I'm, next year I'm going to be in Marcus's spot. We'll, we'll I'm going to go. I'm, yeah. I'm going over with Alan, and I'm studying under him for a total year. I'm going to be off the grid, He's and I'm coming back. There, there's no way to study for this. There's no way. I've tried. It, it, it's going to happen. I'll be off the grid. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna Next go. You, you're gonna have like a huge beard, and you're just gonna be like super yoked. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk That's about right. this uh, later on. But I mean, next year is gonna be tough. There's some heavy hitters yeah. going next we'll, year. We'll definitely get. Yeah, it's we'll, a fun question we have. Yeah, we'll talk. Oh, do we uh, want to talk about like what we think is gonna no, be our number we'll talk, one? We'll get. We'll get yeah, there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. No, we got, we'll we got there. some other stuff to do first. Uh, uh, by the way, I think Adam. If Adam had to pick, I'd probably say Wonder Woman is probably his favorite film of the summer. Uh, he was yeah. very into Wonder Woman. 
Um, but he didn't even put it in his list. I know. <laughs> I, don't, I can't tell if that was like a strategic move or just like a slip of the mind. <laughs> I think it was just a slip of the mind. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll have him on soon again to you know go into well. it. But I, but I, I was, I was, you know, get message him like a lot about the show. And um, what did he say? Let's see. I because I wrote something very specific about <laughs> about this. this. Is via text message? Yeah. Oh, let's see. Okay, he says, "Yeah, I'm sorry. I meant to. I, I can't. My my Labor Day weekend's pretty busy." And I, I, I then I, I said, "It would be really good if you could make it, either because you did hilariously bad or hilariously good or some other wacky record." And he goes, "Fuck, you're <laughs> kidding me." Um, <laughs> and I eventually explained and to him, "Yeah, you, you, you won. It's because you, you somehow yeah. did really well. You did it, sir." Yeah. But um. All yeah. right, so yeah, that's the uh, that's the winner. That's the that was, whole, yeah, that was the results the of uh, of all of our contestant entries, and so yeah, sure. we got some fun questions here. Yeah, let's uh, let's go through some stuff. What what were some of your guys' biggest surprises of the summer? Definitely Wonder Woman, and that's from that's from a financial standpoint, but also from a viewer standpoint. I was pretty blown away by what I saw and how much I enjoyed the movie, and then to see it continue to make so much money throughout the summer, never really losing steam, also blew me away. Yeah, I would say Wonder Woman as well. Uh, well, okay, so this is like a microcosm of its success, but my mom doesn't really watch a whole lot of movies outside of maybe like a couple old Barbara Streisand movies. And she not only went to opening night, she has Wonder Woman on her Facebook. She reps, she's seen it like three times. That, <laughs> you know, that that's how big this movie this movie was that's how surprising that, that well afterwards I, I figured maybe this movie would do well but th- that's how much of a surprise this movie was yeah and how surprising that a dc extended universe film was actually right. uplifting like it actually right. was positive true. yeah not and just like, like happy, good like, happy. It, like it made you feel good about it yes right it's like it's a happy movie it's not yeah. sad what, it's not one depressing that, one that takes place during world war one the ugliest of wars and somehow that's the happy yeah. one <laughs> Right. That's absolutely right. You know, I, I, so I was kind of surprised because uh, I had heard bad things about Valerian, and I was already predisposed to love it because I love The Fifth Element, same director, and so that would kind of make me love it. So, but but I had heard lots of bad things about it, and I went in and I and I loved it. So I had to kind of like you know fight against all the negativity that people were telling me it's a bad film. But I was I was happily surprised that it really was a good movie, and uh, I can understand why. I mean, I sort of understand why people didn't like it, but uh, I, it didn't deserve to be the flop that it was. I, I think it is an enjoyable film, and I know uh, – well, obviously, Aaron and Abe, you both love the film, so I don't oh, have yeah. to con- convince you. But like to your listeners, if you haven't seen Valerian, please go see it. You, you may not like it because a lot of people didn't, but it is – if you're looking to just see like a spectacle and just something that's kind of fun, it, it really is – like the reason why I go to the movies. I'm not going to say a lot of people didn't because it didn't make enough money for me to say that. Like not enough people saw it for me to say that not a lot of people liked it. Well, that's true. Right? <laughs> but the, the, the critics, quote unquote, didn't like it. So it's at like a 50. Like it's, it's right there. 50 percent. Fairly low. So that's yeah. we can think of like half people like. Yeah. <laughs> glass, um, glass. The glass yeah, is half. That's it. I mean, I've been saying since I saw the trailer at Comic Con last year that it was going to bomb. Like, it's not a surprise to me that it didn't do well. I, it's bummer. a shame. I don't. I'm not yeah. happy about that. But it's that's like this is going to be too weird and big for people to be like, yeah, I can't wait. Like, it's just like, nope. This is, 
going to be one of those whiffs that I'm going to really enjoy. And I'm happy that I really enjoyed it. I'm happy I called that part that I'm really good at. That was really, it was really good. But one thing we, we, we've talked about this in previous shows, but just in case people haven't heard it, one of the greatest, and I think guardians of the galaxy has another one, but one of the greatest intros to a film all summer, oh, yeah. that major uh, space oddity song, David Bowie and David all the Bowie. different, you know, uh, aliens from the different planets. And they, it is like, I was it's emotionally, yeah. it is, it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just for that moment alone. And I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 also had a really wonderful opening that I just sat there like, wow, I'm going to love this movie. Oh, yeah, there's, the rest there's, of the movie is not quite at that at that high, but it, 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 it is good. There's there's three films I credit to have the best openings of the year. and the, that, the third one is the other big surprise that I had this summer, which was Baby Driver. Um, Baby Driver has oh, yeah, yeah. Baby Driver has yes. it's not has not one but two terrific openings because it has the car chase then it has the opening credit sequence which is also amazing yeah uh, the one the the long steady cam shot uh, but the the fact that it did so well was so happy made me so happy because I'm a, you know I'm a huge Edgar Wright fan and and I don't think any of us are not Edgar Wright fans but the fact that like he not only made a movie that once again was loved by everybody for the most part that saw it. Um, critics and you know the audience that goes for it it was embraced by everybody where it's like we need to see this in theaters and they did because it made 105 million dollars domestic it's almost kind of surprising it's almost a 200 well aaron when you when you say the opening scene are you talking about the where they have it scored driving bell bottoms the the specifics because when i'm I'm talking about opening scenes i'm talking about the credit sequence but i'm also talking about i'm saying it has two basically but yeah because that that second scene after the heist where baby walks through the city uh, and all the city life happens in sync with the music, the yeah, Harlem yeah. Shuffle. That is amazing. That's what I was saying. Like yes, the, that's the, that's the lyrics of the songs are the graffiti on the wall, the and graffiti, like yeah, exactly. I yeah. was like, that was yes, cool. fun. Yes, yeah. I, yes. I, I was referring to those scenes in particular. That right, scene, right. as well as the Guardian scene and the and the David Bowie scene and Valerian. Those are the three that I'm thinking of as opening sequences. That said, it starts out just amazing with that car chase. Um, but yes, they, it's Baby Driver made a lot of money, so much so that we're like, do we, did we need to put this in our dark horses? Because it almost got there. It's at number eleven. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. If it, Trip, it actually if, was in the top ten. I mean, yeah. no, nothing, and I liked Girls Trip too. Nothing against that, but it, it sort of was a point where Bell, uh, Baby Driver was actually in the top ten for a little yeah, bit, which was incredibly surprising. Also, yes. it also a how big much? point of how much, how little money some other movies are making. If Baby Driver is the one that's somehow being, uh, you know, potentially in the top ten. Um, how not, much did it? How much did it make? It's made 105, 105 domestic, almost two hundred oh. worldwide. Um, Pretty so amazing. It, it on a thirty million budget, so it did really well for Edgar Wright. As far as like, he gets to do what he wants again, which is yeah. wonderful. Yeah, um, and again, I mean, he he. I generally think of Edgar Wright as somebody who takes his time because he hasn't. His last film was four years ago, so. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, there was the Ant Man thing. Minus that was, the Ant Man. That was, that was yeah. that's why there was a gap there sure. because he couldn't do Ant Man. But um, yeah, Alan, well, I mean, yeah. Edgar. Edgar Wright didn't uh, direct it, but he also produced uh, Attack the Block, which was also one of my favorite films that, of, uh, of yeah. that year. If you're a John Boyega fan, go watch Attack the Block. Uh, Alan, did you have a surprise of the summer? Um, not necessarily. Well, I was surprised that Wonder Woman did as well as it did. And I was surprised that it wasn't as dour as the other DCU films. Uh, Baby Driver being successful was surprising. Uh, I was surprised that Transformers and make more money because even though they were terrible and none of them were really good, I still thought the audience was going to be there. So that was pretty surprising. I mean, I have. So, I mean, we've talked about this on our Transformers yeah, podcast, but I yeah. think it's not only that it's, you know, not quote unquote not good. 
but it, even as for me, someone that's support for the most part supported the Transformers movies, I didn't yeah. even think it was good this time. More so than I did. Like, you support it more so than I do. Yeah. This time it's like, no, th- like I can see the difference between this one and the last couple. Where the, the other ones, you don't have to like them, but I see personality in those films. I see something in there where it, it works for what it's doing. And I feel Michael Bay's touch, like he's really trying to do something. This, he just felt like he was phoning it in, which is a weird thing to say because Michael Bay tends to give it his all. So I was, I was surprised that it's not only a bad movie by most standards, but even a bad movie by Michael Bay fan standards. Because I'd like to support Bay when I can, but this is just, it wasn't there. It was, mm. So it's like, I... I I, I don't know if that's tapped into other brainwaves of people that really love Transformers films, but they did not want to show up to see this this, this one this time around. So, something was off <laughs> as far as it was going. Hasbro out. They were just Hasbro out. They had Ouija, and then they had Transformers. It's just like, ah, too much, man. <laughs> Scale it yeah, back. When, what was it? It was once you start attaching the number six to a film, it starts to I don't know. It's only the feel. fifth one. Is it really the sixth one? It's okay, the fifth. It's the fifth. One. Still, that's a lot. Oh, sorry. That's the right fifth one. Okay. I can never remember the names of them either. If you remember the names offhand, I'm pretty impressed. Revenge of the the Fallen, Dark of the Moon. Number two? Revenge of the Fallen's number two, Dark of the Moon, Age of Extinction, and The Last Night. Wow. Yeah. This isn't hard to me. Like, I don't like. I was was including the animated 1986 movie. (laughs) That's right. There you go. Okay. So you're right. That'd be six then, Mark. (laughs) There you go. I never yeah. like Mark, that. When you, you, say you, can't, you, can't, you see, you can't remember that. That's bullshit. I don't know. I don't know. I never understand that. I, I hate it when someone says, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, or whatever it's called, as if you don't know what it's called. Like, you know what it's called. You just said the whole thing out loud. You, you don't not know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Or, or whatever. whatever. I'm Mark, not that invested. I only saw it once and wrote a whole <laughs> review on it, but, you know. <laughs> it's a casual It's a casual throwaway. Let's get to some, some of the, uh, the, the kind of the underwhelming, the flops here. Uh, yeah, there are some things that did not hit. I mean, we've talked about Transformers at length. Uh, we talked a little bit about War for the Planet of the Apes. Not doing bad necessarily, but it certainly it, you know it didn't sure. it didn't hit it the same way Dawn really hit the box office. Um, but there's some other ones like Alien Covenant, for example, one that we that's what I was going to bring up. We a lot of us Alien had, Covenant was yeah. I had it on my top ten, and I actually kind of thought, well, people, are, this is going to be the movie. This is going to be the Alien movie that people thought Prometheus was going to be, which is more so a direct prequel to the alien franchise and people just did not go see it and also it was a bad movie it was just full of like so many blunders from all the characters that i was shaking my head at what these people were doing the so, aliens were in the light too much that didn't help i don't like seeing cg aliens i was not yeah. like, it's like it, it okay like that's little... great you can do that but there's something you know more tangible about darkness <laughs> yeah yeah so it was very. It's kind of a. Uh, it was surprising to me in that it wasn't as strong as I thought it could have been. And then obviously box office wise, yeah, that didn't even scratch the top ten. Yeah, well, so it was. It was sort of a thing where people said, "Well, Prometheus didn't do well because it didn't have the word alien in the title. So now Alien Covenant is going to do well because it's got that word." But it obviously didn't help. Well, it's, Prometheus it's still... did do well. I mean, it made four hundred million worldwide. Right, right. But but yeah. there were people who said, "Oh, Prometheus, I." You know, it it only did whatever one thirty nine or what what did it do one twenty six because it you know didn't have the word alien in the title and so now Alien Covenant is going to sort of rebrand that franchise. But I mean, people didn't show up for it. Okay. Yeah, they didn't. I was surprised. Those people that say that also forget that Alien hasn't been a hit since Aliens. Like that, like like Prometheus was the first hit for an Alien. Right, movie. Right. Alien three was not a hit. Alien Resurrection was not a hit. 
AVP is maybe the other thing that was kind of a hit just because it didn't cost as much. But like mm-hmm. the, the Alien oh. franchise is not super strong when it comes to box. And then was. AVP Requiem was a fun uh, commentary we did. Yes, it was, and a terrible movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Alien Covenant has the benefit of not costing as much. It's only it's less than a hundred million versus Prometheus's budget. But again, Prometheus made it back. Also, as I told you, Abe. Who's in Alien? Who's in the Alien Covenant? Yeah, that was, like, that was the, a great where, point. Where are those well, big stars that are Michael Fassbender, movie? Danny McBride? <laughs> those those huge names Mike that everybody Schmose goes to race out to movies yeah. for. There's two yeah, Michael Fassbenders. Yeah, there are. You, that's enough. That, for, that that's, was, that's, that's the best thing about us. the movie. That's enough for us who talk about movies on podcasts. But right. and I, I will know, say, I did not like Alien Covenant, but I will say Michael Fassbender was the best thing about that film. Oh yeah. He's the, he was he's the, he's the first way. and second best things about that film. Right, right. The two, <laughs> those, those two sort of dueling, uh, you know, dueling fastbenders. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, were kind of literally are dueling fastbenders in that movie. They should have called it Alien Covenant Dueling Fastbenders. Yeah, that would have that would have probably made it uh, yeah. top eleven. Yeah, at least added another five million. <laughs> we mentioned this. Uh, the 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 Mummy um, also yeah. underwhelmed as far as a. I mean, that worldwide, it did great. It's like one right. of Tom Cruise's biggest sure. roles worldwide. People uh, love Tom Cruise worldwide. That's, but, that's uh, the reason, I, yes. I, I would. I was kind of surprised by it, but then your logic, and very much accurate, of, well, what movie has Tom Cruise made other than the Mission Possible series that has made money? And I was like, I can't I can't name it. That do exceeding Because well. Edge of Tomorrow was way good, but nobody went to go see it, which was a big, huge bummer. I mean, but, it was uh, like number thirteen or something that year. Like, it, sure, uh, but it, it it deserved more love than oh, it got. Sure. And, yeah. and also, uh, even um, what's the what's the other one where he plays a clone of himself? Um, hmm. Oblivion. Oh, where, Oblivion. Which was it wasn't it wasn't bad, but at the same time, you know, nobody wanted to go see that either. That was a spring release, I could, yeah. But yeah, it was yeah, it wasn't a. Wasn't so a that was kind of surprised, and I had an eight, which was probably the highest self of anybody on in our gamble. I believe uh, so. Yeah. So. Good, good on me. <laughs> would uh, would Dark Tower constitute a flop? Yes. <laughs> nobody was gonna. If nobody was gonna see it in the first place, it's... when does that come out again? Okay. Oh wait, it did. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Right. Uh, I mean, to its. You were Aaron. You were hating on that film even before it came out. Yeah, because it's ter. Because it looked terrible. And like, <laughs> I, and every. But but even then, like every time it's I heard so... about, there were two movies this year where I just I could not like amass any kind of enthusiasm for it. it was the dark tower and ghost in the shell every time i saw marketing for him just and dark tower which didn't get marketing till like three months before the movie actually opened and i'm being generous there probably it's was less. so it was like the, funny, is this the funny thing is so contrary though because i know the way you usually approach films is i'm gonna go in with an open i know you i know you you go in with an open mind and you're like i'm gonna see if i like but that movie i knew you were like i'm not that you you would have liked it i'm sure if you enjoyed it but you were set to like hate it i think I mean, I was expecting not to like it just because, look at it. I mean, there's no marketing for this thing. Who's the, there's no name director here. You have Idris Elba, Matthew Idris McConaughey. Elba. It's like, there's no name director here. And I, okay. I just, I was just going over the years of this thing being developed where it's like it was J.J. Abrams, and then it was Ron Howard, and now it's like Nicolaj Arcel. And it's like, okay, and it's 85 he... it's 85 minutes like what like why am i supposed to what what am i getting out of this right <laughs> he directed a foreign affair yeah academy award nominee a for royal, best foreign royal film. affair <laughs> oh, what did i say a, a foreign, <laughs> a royal... you, you uh you said an academy <laughs> affair a foreign affair a foreign affair yeah sorry sorry 
But no, like I, Mark, you know me. I I did walk into this with like maybe I'll just be the like dumb. You rarely like, even ad- you rarely even admit like that there's something you're sort of you have negative thoughts about. Like you don't usually even admit that. So yeah, just, that's why that, it I made know. it odd for this one. I, know I want to guess, I want to ask you guys a question here. What do you guys think of Baywatch? Uh, not just Baywatch itself, but also oh. you know the Rock fighting people on online and saying, "Hey man, don't judge my movie. You haven't even seen it." It's like. I don't know what that's all about either. No, he, he was fighting movie... critics that had seen it that did not. Oh, like they it. had. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was... I thought it was just like randos online. I was like, "The Rock, can, come on, you got Aaron, better things to do." Can that. you can you say how many people put Baywatch in their top ten? Because I know that was a film that we uh, all I thought. I think like was eleven be... out of twelve of us said <laughs> Baywatch yeah. in our top. So like, that was that was a huge flop because I, we I all did thought not, I did not that... put it in my top ten. I said eleven out of twelve, I th- or, or maybe <laughs> ten out of twelve. <laughs> All these Marcus, good job, Marcus. That really helped out there. <laughs> That's not true, Marcus. You have it in your top ten. Do I? I ripped yes, up my top ten. Oh, see, there you go. Eight. Try to doubt me. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> no, yeah, Baywatch anyway, was, was not. It was a huge flop. It was. It was a giant yeah, that, flop. It was. It wasn't good. The, the mix of it not looking good, um, and costing too much. It cost almost seventy million dollars, which is a lot for a you know, what should be just a stupid comedy. It's like. And it's like it's like two hours. Like who wants to see this? I hear it's pretty long, right? And you also, would think that you know, with the with the Rock I and also Zac Efron kind of going on these like very strong streaks of summer movies, or at least you know action comedy movies, I was kind of surprised that it didn't do as well. Because um, it didn't again, look good. Like people saw it, it's like, no, I don't want it's this. True. <laughs> like, it's true too. Yeah. Audiences are smart. Like they they know it looks good. I, I looks would bad. agree. I mean, also you know with uh, with all the Phil Lord, Chris Miller, the way that they redid Twenty One Jump Street, and that was a success. People are kind of ride the coattails, and yeah, the audiences know that if it's if it's dumb, stupid, fun, um, that's different from being dumb and clever. Well, between this and chips, also... it was like, God, why? Oh, <laughs> chips! Yeah, don't let's not even talk about chips. That's I was like, again, I I told you guys, I li- I watched the first like twenty seconds, and I just turned it off. What are you saying, Mark? Sorry. Well, just that. I mean, I'm not a fan of the original film or of the original TV show, really, but I mean. Pamela Anderson is the person I think of when I think of that TV show. And then her, like, uh, you know, correlation to the movie is this bit part. It's some woman that's barely in the film. Zac Efron, I mean, essentially the rock is the star, which would be, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, David Hasselhoff. But, like, Zac Efron is essentially, I guess, David Charvet, who really wasn't a very important part of the TV show, but yet he's a huge part of the movie. So, I mean, it it just didn't it didn't even feel like the TV show. Well, I, I mean, because I, 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 I know Scott Mendelson, he's he's written a lot about why Baywatch was just not a good idea. It's that the show, for as popular as it was during like the mid '90s, is because of how kind of it was already basically what this movie was, where it's not quite a parody of itself, but you know, it's not a show that you take seriously. So it's like, why am I paying money to see a big screen right. version that spoofs a show that was already ridiculous? Like, what what am I getting <laughs> out of that? Or like Twenty One Jump Street, beyond the fact that it's you know good, like it, it has good. great reviews and everything. It it you know it's subverting what that show was, where the show was grounded in some sense of realism, where this was like a it was a commentary on the idea of remaking television shows as a movie. Like it had something clever. It was offering right. something like like the idea that the TV show was already self aware that it was kind of goofy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's like why re- why make that again? Like that's weird. <laughs> 
And of course, it's not good. I think we also if the story was all this about corruption and 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 crime and like that's not what that TV show. That TV show was you know about just a pretty people doing you know rescuing people and silly stuff. I mean, it was like the love boat or something, but like at the beach. <laughs> It's just it's lighthearted and but the movie was not lighthearted. It was all about corruption and and crime and what is this? This is not it's not it was just a total like it had nothing to do with the TV show whatsoever other than they I'm going called... to read your review. <laughs> right. I'm curious about it. Moving to some other uh, just things I'm seeing on the I mean the emoji movie made money. That's really all I, I have to say about it. Um, yeah, I was like, I, it made money, but that was a yeah. poorly reviewed. Captain yeah. Under it's one of, it's like the worst reviewed this year. Uh, yeah. Captain Underpants uh underperformed which is a shame because it's really entertaining right um i actually did get a chance to watch it it's fine yeah it's fun for what it is but it i mean given that it's like a big dreamworks you know animated movie you, they tend to do pretty well um i wouldn't i didn't think it was gonna like break the bank but at the same time it you know didn't didn't quite hit as hard as it, i thought it could have yeah um let's see hitman's bodyguard's doing pretty well given that it's like the last big release of the summer um it's actually it's been number one for three weeks in a row. It has more to do with the fact that there's nothing, there's nothing else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but with, that's same, same surprising. With Annabelle, same with Annabelle Creation, which has had legs because yeah, there's nothing else out, and it's also quite good. Uh, yeah, actually, Annabelle Creation did quite well. I mean, it yeah. ended up being number twelve. So yeah. that I mean, that actually had a chance of hitting the top ten. Almost, so it, it, eight, yeah, almost could have been my dark horse. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else is here that's worth noting. Uh, King Arthur was a mega bomb, uh, which most of us expected, except for Marcus. Yeah, yeah. I don't every, I actually. Everyone, I don't know if I was expecting sorry. it to be a mega bomb. Yeah, I was, I was actually <laughs> expecting it to be just like, you know, good but bad, but not not the way that it ended up. I think thirty nine million really surprises me. It doesn't. I mean, it's that second week of May is generally a really, really, really bad time for movies to come out, and also it's been delayed for like. Like it had like seven, like four different release dates before it finally settled on May. So I like, would have, I would have been kind of okay with it making sixty some odd million. I'm sure Warner Brothers would have been okay with it making like sixty <laughs> some odd million. <laughs> Warner Brothers, call me, get me on your board. But no, that that second week of May spot is not a not a good spot. Um, yeah. Which could also be evidenced by Snatched, which also came out the second week of May and also did not do very well. <laughs> although it did make more than King Arthur, but um, it took all the the viewership. So yeah. Goldie, yeah, that's, the that's Goldie Hawn really. fans really outweighed the Charlie Hunnam fans on that one. Uh, let's see, what else is here? Let's see, Rough Night did was pretty rough with twenty two million. Um, the House, which almost went with no marketing, the Will Ferrell Amy Poehler movie, which by default, oh, you, dude, by, I def- yeah, that came out. by, by default you would think that sounds like a hit, and that was not a hit. That was very low. Yeah. On thing. I uh, watched it. Yeah, did you like it? Was it any good? How was it? It was it was it was fine. It was enjoyable for like the ten dollars I spent on it. But I mean, that's about it. I was supposed it to was... get the Blu-ray to review eventually, and that's one where I'm like, "There's a lot of funny people in here that probably say funny things occasionally." But yeah, so... hmm. like, yeah, Jason, yeah, totally like, that like Jason Manzuka is like third lead in that movie, right? Uh, yes, correct. He's he's in it. He, uh, him, Nick Kroll. There's a whole bunch of great comedy actors in that. Yeah, which just makes me think, I'll at least be smiling throughout this thing, even if it's not like, you know, another classic Will Ferrell movie. But anyway. I, I'm a little cold on Will Ferrell. I, I think I'm no longer a fan of him, but... After that one he did with Kevin Hart? <laughs> well, that... Aren't they going to have another one? And then the one with Mark Wahlberg, that Daddy's Home. I yeah. hated oh, that. Daddy's Home was not good. 
Yeah. And there's and there's gonna be a Daddy's Home too. Did you know? Yeah. Oh, I'm aware because every time I see there's... the trailer, I'm like, this is why I'm not seeing this movie. <laughs> the second, no, 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 I, 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 the second Mel Gibson walks down right? that fucking escalator, yeah, I'm like, yep, I'm out. <laughs> no need. <laughs> I already didn't like this movie. And like, here you go with this casting. And then John Lithgow comes and like, damn it, you're tempting me, but I'm still going to stick I with know. my guns. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> why is John Lithgow doing that in that? I just don't get it. Um, what else? Detroit did sadly really badly. Um, Where did not... it end up? I mean, like, it doesn't matter. How much money? It made sixteen. It's made sixteen million so far. Okay. Oh. Uh, which, looking at it, it's like, yeah, that makes sense, I guess now. But I thought there was, there could have been a good chance if things happened differently, where you know, it'd be like, hey, this strikes a chord. But no. Sure. Yeah, I thought it would have gained momentum. But no, right. yeah, that wasn't wasn't the case. Uh, I think and, the yeah. the problem with Detroit, or at least part of it, is that it is so unpleasant. Like it is, you walk. At least I don't know. For me, I love the film. But it was not a pleasant experience. You walk out feeling really bad. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a serious movie for uh, for a July release date. So and... any anybody who says you know if for the masses that say I want to go to the movies to laugh or just enjoy myself, yeah, it's it's not that kind of film. I mean, and there's not even a sense see, of like, see like Dunkirk because well, I was gonna say you can see Dunkirk, but at least Dunkirk does have a sense of triumph no. at the end of it. Like you're not yeah. you don't walk out feeling bad when you watch Dunkirk. You might feel exhilarated because it is a thrilling movie to an extent, but like the very the, <laughs> the end of the end of that movie isn't thinking like and then they all died or whatever. Like it's there is a there is an idea of like hopefulness and like what the British spirit can bring you and what have you that you know lifts you up a bit before you know you walk out of that theater. Detroit. Those like, Brits. Detroit's just like a lot of bad things happen. Bad things are still and they happening continue to happen. for the same yeah. reasons. Like, so yeah. it's, it's I, almost like yeah, yeah. You would expect that there'd be like maybe like a note of triumph at the end there. It's like no, not really, because again, what happens with the, the end credits when you see what happens to the aftermath? It's like yeah, man, this is all bad. Colliding with you know today's times and things that are going on in certain marches yeah. like it's just yeah so i kind of thought maybe that would work to its advantage i did though. too like, that's exactly right. why yeah. i was thinking it could I, maybe break out but no was but no case. maybe maybe people feel like i mean it's hard to say what the masses think but maybe they think oh it's in the news and i'm sick of it so i don't want to see a movie about it i don't know mm-hmm. yeah. i'm not sure i want to I, up... I can't predict these things but I want, let me see if I can find this real quick. Hold on. What are you looking for? I'm looking for the international grosses for the year so far because there's, oh, one, okay. other, there's one other movie I need to mention um, that's made $2 million in America. Is it the one that you told me to go Hold watch? On. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Let's see here. Uh, getting it. 2017. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Domestic. Let me get to worldwide. Oh, I see it. Yeah. That's a huge one. Jeez, man! <laughs> Where's the world hide? It's uh, I, I have it if you don't have it. Well, I know I have it for that specific movie. I'm trying to find the just the. the oh, just totals general. worldwide. It's difficult because that kind of just. Uh... There's a way to do it. Regardless, um, you know, there's a lot of movies that have made a lot of money, to, you know, internationally, of course, obviously, and a lot of them come from here. But there's one movie that I that I saw yesterday. Anna and I saw this yesterday, and it's terrific. Um, called Wolf Warrior Two. Yeah. Uh, Abe, aside from you, offhand, do you guys know how much money Wolf Warrior Two has made? This is a Chinese action film. I I thought I, I heard it made like eight hundred million or something. Okay, and then what about Mark and uh, Alan? Eight hundred twelve like... million. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's Mark, very Alan, specific. Do you, do you have a guess? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm cheating. Uh, eight hundred 
$813 million. Okay. Yes. So, Wolf Warrior 2, right. Wolf Warrior 2, which has made $2 million in America, has made $800 million alone in China. It is yeah. the second it, biggest, like, single territory gross in, uh, in history, next to Star Wars, yeah. of course, Wake, which has, like, $900 million here. That's uh, bonkers. It's bo- wow. It is bonkers. This movie is ginormous. And it earns every single one of those pennies because this movie is terrific as well. And if Abe gets to see it, we will definitely talk about that. Especially definitely have a Out Out Nights episode <laughs> because it is wildly entertaining. I it's asking, very I was violent. Like, Do I need to see Wolf Cop or I'm sorry, Wolf Warrior One? And he's like, not really. You don't need. Yeah, you don't really need to see the first one. You can just see the second one. That so, said, because th- Anna Anna has not seen the first one. I have. It's on Netflix. Uh, I had her watch the first like six minutes because the opening scene of the first one gives you pretty much all you need to know about how Wolf Warrior works. It has a great opening scene. Um, but yeah, like Mark, eight hundred million dollars yeah. is like woo. That's crazy. <laughs> Where are you Anyhow, say, it, it was. Is it still playing in theaters or? It's very limited. Like it's because I saw it. Yeah, I saw it yesterday. Um, so it's yeah. like it's it's out there. But uh, I yeah, I don't right. know. You got you just have to. You have yeah, to find Mark. It. I, I I think it's playing over. Uh, like it's in uh, Daly City. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aaron, is there like who's the American actor that's in it to draw American audiences? Uh, Fra- Frank Grillo plays the Frank Grillo, which is who's, awesome. Who's the- oh. Which is awesome. Uh, he's in it. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's the bad guy in this one. Uh, uh, Scott Adkins was in the first one. He's so in the first one. Okay. It's a giant upgrade because Frank Grillo yeah, is awesome. Martial arts expert Scott <laughs> Frank, Adkins. So Frank Frank Grillo is kind of like the Raymond Burr of of our time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <it's> the Raymond Burr. <laughs> That's amazing. I love that comparison so much. That's right. <laughs> well, that's just—it just what it—it just it, it hit me when you said that. He's so. the Raymond Burr, yeah, from Godzilla. He's the Raymond Burr. Um, but yeah, Wolf Warrior. T- so yes, I heartily recommend it. But I found the world are So yeah, it's Beauty and the Beast and Fate of the Furious have like one point two billion dollars each. Wait, wait, wait. Week, I'm look, I'm looking up Wolf Warrior two, and it says see it in IMAX. Is that? <laughs> It's, wow. I, I know it's yes. in 3D in China, so I'm sure. Yeah, it's probably yeah. You feels probably like, it feels like it feels like you'd have to do it. Is now. it worth the IMAX buy? I mean, it's not, I don't I don't think it's playing in IMAX anywhere in America. Oh, but maybe, Marcus, yeah, you want to yeah, buy yeah. a ticket to China and check out <laughs> IMAX? Go tell us. I what will you thought. do that. I'll let you know. Yeah, I'll Skype from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marcus, it's playing at yeah. You said it's in Daly City, but it's also playing at the Cupertino Square. Yeah, that's what, okay. So well, that's you can what go I was to Apple at. afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you guys have any worse of the summer? I definitely have one, but well, I, I curious have, if you guys have any. Yeah, I got a top five worse. Um, two, Yo, top five. Oh, yeah, top five. Two of them. Two of them were. That's all I can do, actually, honestly, because there's movies I didn't like. But as far as movies, yeah, yeah. I'd say like these are the worst things I saw this summer. I had two. Two that were um, on the net on Netflix uh, streaming movies. Okay. One was War Machine with Brad Pitt. Uh, the other was Death Note, which I think most of us have seen at this point because um, I know we. So, I haven't. So I, you didn't. How much did you hate it? How what this much? Did I hold my hands out? What do you think? <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to For say? Listeners at home, Aaron is is bear hugging tree or trunk. I I was very bored while during the whole movie. Really? Uh, I have no association with the anime or the manga or the previous movies. Uh, yeah. From Japan. I I just I know what the premise is and I've seen like bits and pieces here or there of the anime. So I was like, all right, like I like this idea. I like Adam Wingard, the director. I don't see a reason why I wouldn't like a movie that he made inspired by Death Note. And watching this thing, I was just like, this is really dull and really there's way too much going on in a movie that's 90 minutes that's compressing a lot of stuff that I I can understand why a manga or an entire anime series would need to flesh out more. The only thing I liked was Lakeith Stanfield. He was wait, wait, so so Death Note is a live action film? It's a live action take, yes. 
Okay, but yeah. based on a manga. Based off a manga, and which was did, also did, uh, who did the voice of uh... Willem Dafoe did the voice of like yeah the, that was the, great the thing. that was really good yeah I really but that doesn't that. I mean that doesn't lend much to it it's just this like silly looking <laughs> thing that has a great voice behind it it's like okay. I didn't mind I didn't mind it it has its flaws but I didn't I didn't mind it it's not memorable but <laughs> okay. I think it's supposed <laughs> to be memorable I didn't mind I it but it's not memorable oh, oh. it's not memorable <laughs> so, it's it, if you want to kill a, a a Friday night and on Netflix it's not something that you're gonna get I I'm not gonna I, I didn't get bored of it hmm. okay. I mean, I watched the whole thing, so I mean, if it wants its soccer trophy for participation, good job. But I mean, it's it's a bad oh, movie. That's, that's my trophy. Like, it's a it's a bad movie. That's what I saw. <laughs> Same with the War Machine, the Brad Pitt one. Also, that's what I was yeah. saying. Also, number three was the Mummy. Uh, number two was the Only Living Boy in New York. This was the second Mark Webb film from this year, which is not. Yeah, good. I heard some lots of hate for that film. It's a really bad, like rich white person's problem movie. Where, rich white boys' problem movie, where like this kid. Like this guy, like he's like in his twenties, and it's just like every problem he has is just seems so like insignificant, and we don't learn anything about like the other characters that really matter in this story. Mainly the girl that he's pursuing and the Kate Beckinsale character who he's basically stalking in this movie. It's just a really bad movie. It's not. It's not good. And Transformers is number one. Now. It's the worst movie. Of the summer, <laughs> I mean, it's no question. So yeah, those are mine. Those are my worsts. Okay. Definitely top well, one for I me. Will... All eyes on me. That was a terrible movie, oh, and oh, I bad. I love Tupac, and I I was I championed Tupac as much as I can, but that movie was just man, it was it was almost as though um, we kind of talked about it when I talked about it in passing of just yeah sure Wikipedia type movie, but it is I I swear that if you watched it and you didn't know any other thing about it, you'd be like who made this movie because there were literally scenes where they just telegraph everything so so much that it just becomes very ridiculous that this made it past editing, this made it past a director, this made it past any any kind of oversight. It's that bad. And I was just like, Tupac would just be rolling in his grave right now. <laughs> Assuming he's dead. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, we, he could be in Cuba. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Mark, what were you going to say? What's your worst movie? Well, so I, I, would con- I agree. The Mummy and Alien Covenant were bad. I also did not like Baywatch. Uh, but my worst, by far, movie of the summer was Despicable <laughs> Me Three. Wow, yes, okay. yes. And this, this is this means something because I am a fan of the first and the second one. I I love those films. Yeah, no, I absolutely hated this film movie. Uh, I, it was just uh, I don't know. It was just, it was just awful. And I'm famously not a fan of Despicable Me, and I liked it. <laughs> I had fun. I, I think, I th- it was it moved. It had fun voices. I, I, I liked the music. In in a nutshell, I think the movie was just a scattershot thing. It was very sloppily. It was unfocused. It was just a <laughs> bunch of nothing. I mean, it was just like let's throw some stuff in here and see what sticks. It was empty. The experience was soul crushing. Um, soul crushing. Wow. Yeah. It didn't have any of the warmth. I mean, and I know people don't like the minions, but it right. had none of the warmth or the joy of any of the of the other two films. Uh, Wait, I, I thought were was, they just as annoying as in the other one? The, the you should read the, my my, my, my review. 
the, they're in it. They're they're kind of an afterthought, actually. There's sort of that's, there's right. okay, me, that's exactly yeah, that's what great. I wanted. Yeah, I want less of the I mean, minions involved. Like, and they did that. The, the the villain is awful. It's it's well, like it's in the, the 80s. The villain's great. He, <laughs> it's like a tacky '80s TV star. Uh, it, it it's an excuse to flood the soundtrack with hits like Bad and Sasudio. Mark, stop making me want to watch the movie again because it's so good. (laughs) Why don't you just, you can get on Spotify and just listen to Bad, Sasudio, and Money. Alan is intrigued by all of it. I am very, I want all of it. This sounds like my kind of movie. Thank you. Hey, I remember that song. Marcus, what did you not like this summer? Uh, I think it was already talked about, but Aliens Covenant, I was kind of looking forward to this movie and it was just awful they showed too much of the alien it wasn't there was nothing i was really interested in everything in prometheus that i really loved was kind of taken back in this movie i it i just didn't like it at all i i people were enjoying it next to me i remember but I, did you just want to slap him in the face and yeah i was getting mad at them i yeah this was my despicable me two, three <laughs> How fitting. <laughs> well, I didn't like Alien see, see, 3 either. Neither of you saw Transformers, which is like two times as long as any of these movies you're talking about. I did not. Uh, <laughs> the last night, no. I'm looking, I was looking you know, at... The, you know, well, the, the interesting I watched... Thing is, the re- I'm sorry, but just the reviews for Alien Covenant were good, actually. Yeah. Like, the critical reviews are good. It's just that it, it flopped at the box office, and I don't. I can't find too many people that actually enjoyed it, but... But the critical reviews were actually good. I, I remember reading good things about it. I gave it a pass if it matters. I I, I think there's enough there where I was like, bring with the Fastbender stuff, where it's like, okay, this is fine. But I, I was disappointed based off of how much I really like Prometheus, because I'm a huge fan of Prometheus. Uh, mm-hmm. And I have no problem with that. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, well, I, like, Alien Covenant would be my worst of the year, only because the the... the the scientists and the smart people in Ridley Scott movies are so fucking stupid. <laughs> yes. And, like, yeah. scientists and doctors totally. and smart people in Michael Bay movies look smart compared to these people. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I've never compared the two, but you're absolutely right, Alan. Like, just because you put hot, like, glasses on hot people doesn't not make them smart. It's just... It, it happens make... in, uh, in uh, the, the latest uh, Transformers. Yeah. Tony Hale is not stupid. He's just devoted to science but in alien covenant it's just billy crudup is an idiot everybody's an idiot and it's just infuriating yeah i would um, agree that it's infuriating that's the right term but those are the two worst movies i probably saw this year were alien and transformers because i don't have to go see all the ones that look pretty bad so it worked out well for me <laughs> i mean i did avoid a lot this summer like i like i didn't see baywatch was like no i just don't want to do yeah. this <laughs> um i was I was getting distracted. I was looking at Frank Grillo's IMDb page. He has a series called Kingdom that's been on for like three seasons, where he plays a retired MMA fighter turned trainer, which is just like his character. Three Warrior. seasons? That's a yeah. long time. Yeah. My dad watches that show. It's on Amazon what, what Video. Channel is that? It's on oh, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, like, direct, it's like audience. It's a direct, yeah, a direct TV, but it's on Amazon. I need to watch this show because wow. I like Frank Grillo yeah, a lot. Yeah, I'll have he Get plays, on that. He plays his warrior character, which we both really liked for, uh, for like 40 episodes of a TV show. We need to see this. <laughs> anyway. If he's if it's continuation of his character in it's, Warrior, it's not. Let's do but it. I mean, it certainly seems you know. I'm sure, I'm sure he probably you know took the job. He's like, yeah, why not? So yeah. Anyway, let's move on, guys. Um, let's move on to what's coming in the future. 
um, not next year yet, but what, this fall, obviously, there's a lot of things happening. What are what are some what are one or two movies that you guys are looking to forward to this fall? Um, there's a lot of good stuff coming. In the I'm fall. excited Fine. for Darkest Hour, that Gary Oldman was Churchill film. I've heard really uh, good things about that. Uh, yeah, I want to watch Joe, that. Joe Wright directed that one. Yes. Yeah. We are fans. I want to watch that. Suburbicon looks good. It'll be weird. Um, downsizing. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Of course. Oh, yeah. I'm so yeah. excited for that. Star Wars. Yes. I know. Definitely. Come on. The Last Jedi. That's like the first thing off my... Yeah. yeah, everything else leading up to that is like appetizers, but <laughs> I, I, I'm still... <laughs> what, what are you saying about Jumanji, then? Uh, oh, Jumanji looks See, good. Jumanji. Uh, it's not called. It doesn't look bad. I would call it Jumanji. It's the it's the it's the side Robin Williams was in when you you know he went into Jumanji. That's true. That's true. And I, also, I Jumanji's a shit movie. So uh, whatever, it's a step up. Whatever this I, one is. The, the special effects don't look great, but I still like. Uh, oh, because Jumanji had looked had such great effects. I, I will say the the when the trailer was released, all the hate that came out for it was was strong. So it 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 didn't it didn't uh, captivate. Looks like Ever Twitter is winning. Yeah, because a lot of people are wrong about liking the original Jumanji. I get it. It's okay. How dare you? I will I will say one thing though. When I originally saw the photo of what the cast looked like, and you saw the girl dressed in those skimpy short shorts and the and the shirt, I thought, oh, why is she dressed like that? The trailer answers that question. It Very actually easily. is. It, yeah. it is the trailer is good. It is fully aware that she is dressed ridiculously for the jungle. So yeah. I was like, okay, you you get some points because you you acknowledge that. So that was. I good. mean, and Nick Jonas, right? Hmm? Never mind. Uh, the movie that <laughs> yeah, the movie that I'm looking forward to is something that we uh, that uh, some of the festival folks that we talked about with earlier in the year, uh, calling by your name. So they meant they they kind of said that it had some pretty strong reviews. And that made me very curious. So I do want to see that, uh, and that's coming out late November. So I I don't doubt that it's probably a good movie, but at the same time, watching the trailer, I'm just like, okay, yeah, it looks fun. Sure. It's like, it, yeah. like think, looking at something like Moonlight, which was, you know, fantastic, it's just like, all right, this is like kind of like... Oh, best le- picture. It looks like, le- yes, it looks like less depressing <laughs> Moonlight. It just looks like, oh, these white guys, okay. <laughs> oh. These, these rich white people, I'm... they're dealing with their relationships, okay. Yeah. I'm excited to see three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, I, I, mm. that, that, I, that and Thor Ragnarok are my picks uh, for as far as having two. Does, is it, does any is anybody curious what, what was, about what was the other one? Three. You bi- said Thor Ragnarok. Three board outside Ebbing, Missouri. The new Mar- uh, The new um, Michael Martin. Michael Martin. Which Martin. One? Martin McDonough. Martin. Yeah. Martin uh, yeah. In Bruges and uh, Seven Psychopaths. His his new movie. Oh, okay. I, one other thing that hasn't been mentioned, I, I always am excited about whatever Pixar is doing. They're going to come up with Coco, so that oh, yeah. I'm kind of curious what that if that'll be good. I mean, I'm sure it will be. Oh well, there's also The Shape of Water and Disaster Artists. Yeah, The Shape of Water. The Shape of Water. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. Is anybody curious about Mother? Or any... Yeah, there's there's a I'm lot of movies enough. I'm very excited about. It's just like trying to narrow yeah, that, it down. That's we're just, yeah, we're in terms of like just keeping it contained. Yeah, but okay. there's tons in the fall. That I think we're all looking forward to. You know, just, yeah, flatliners, obviously. I mean, we can't wait for some of these. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. And all right, so that out of the way, let's let's move on now. Let's get to um, let's get to next year. Uh, next year, 
there's a lot of things opening, a lot of like big stuff. And there's like four yeah. offhand I could name: Jurassic World, Avengers three, Han Solo, and Incredibles two. Like those, like already, because like those are some giant heavy hitters right there. Yeah. Um, if you guys had to pick just one movie, that only you think, one that you think will be the the top movie next year, what do you think it would be? Next Jurassic summer. World, Fallen Summer. Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Wow, I'm, I'm going with Infinity game. War. Yeah. Infinity, Infinity War. War. It's got to be Avengers: Infinity War, right? It's Guardians of the Avengers. I don't know. I, I actually, I, I'm curious about Mark's uh, confidence here. I mean, he sounded Mark, very confident. I mean, the last what do you I've... know, Mark? Well, what do you know? Yeah. What do you know that you have... <laughs> guys? Can I ask a question? <laughs> what, 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 what won last time Avengers and Jurassic World went against each other? Jurassic World. Jurassic World. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what happened. But it's well, Infinity also, but War. Just, it didn't but, have Guardians. But, in. but there was a thing with Avengers. <laughs> Did Guardians Infinity win the summer? War. No, but, but here's the with thing. their hey, with their powers combined. <laughs> what are you Alan, saying, Alan? What are you saying? Well, here's the thing with Avengers: Infinity War. It's, it's 16, 17 movies that are building up to this one film. Yeah. With Jurassic World being as successful as it was, is because there it's been a long time since we've had a Jurassic movie. So Jurassic World had all that build up and it worked out pretty well, but now it's going to be not as big of a deal as I feel Infinity War will be when it comes out. That makes sense. So, and so you're saying those two? You don't think Han Solo movie has that kind of potential? I don't no. think no. no. Or what about well, Rogue him? One didn't have that kind of potential. It, it yeah. did well, but it didn't gangbuster. It was, it was the number one movie of last year. Shut up, Aaron. <laughs> 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 what about Incredibles two? No. I mean, I, I think it's going to get great reviews, but I don't think it's going to. It's really not going to be. It's ten years yeah. too late for it to be as big yeah. as it should be. I think it'll late. be good. Ten years but... too late. It's gonna, what, what... it's gonna make some money. What was the number sure. one film that... last summer? Shut Finding up, Dory. <laughs> Finding yeah. Dory. That was four hundred four hundred million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think Deadpool two? two... Deadpool I was gonna say, two what about Deadpool? You haven't mentioned Deadpool yeah. two. Yeah. I don't think an R- I don't think an R-rated film will be number one next yeah, year. I, I doubt that very heavily. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think really it'll be big. Yeah. Number one of the summer compared to I think Deadpool will be bigger than Incredibles though. You think? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Why down Definitely. Incredibles? I'm curious. No, no. I, I, I mean, personally, I'm excited about it. I just don't think that Incredibles two is going to make the kind of money that Deadpool would make. But why? Yeah. I'm how, curious why? How much? Um. How much did that Monsters University make? How much did Finding Dory big, make? Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, I understand that. But Monsters University had that same thing where it came out way after. So did fi- Finding Dory came out ten, eleven years after Finding Nemo came out. Yeah, but yeah. Ellen DeGeneres is beloved. I, Actually, I don't... and so The Incredibles Finding... is beloved. I would argue that The Incredibles I is just as, as loved as Finding Nemo. Oh no, I, no, no, no! no. I, think it, I love The Incredibles. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's no, not like in the same like vein. I find it the the same it's, You yeah. think as a superhero movie based on one of the most popular Pixar movies, a sequel to that's not going to be as huge? Uh, we're asking for number one. I thought yeah. we were talking about the number Infinity one movie this time. Yeah, and I think it. I think it shows it. Okay. I think there's a good chance that it will break. That'll be one competing up there with Avengers and Jurassic World. But why no, aren't Mama any of us? Little and Han Solo. Yeah. But why aren't any of us talking about the obvious number one, Hotel Transylvania three? <laughs> I mean, that, that's, <laughs> that's actually. Obvious, that, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I was surprised by how much money that the previous two made. Yeah. Well, the so. when, when it's the only thing that comes out in September, yeah, it, it's not hard for those two movies yeah. to make money. <laughs> I hope Adam Sandler came back for this one. <laughs> We're well, still, still not showing his face in live-action cinematic movies anymore. 
<laughs> just Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Marcus, I'm pretty sure you're not going to be in last place next year. Oh, uh, you're inviting but... me back? I get to come back? Of course. Why wouldn't we? We need, we need the fodder. I was going to say, we need somebody to set the, I, the, the low. I, I mess, it's going to be me next year. I mess year. up everybody's curve. That's, I don't yeah. want to be dead last. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a ringer. Okay. All right. We'll see yeah. what happens next year. we got, we got a whole new game. It's a big summer. Yeah, it's actually a big year. And I went through it. And it oh, yeah, it's, it's a, a big year. Movie. Yeah, there's a lot of movies outside of the summer that are going to be huge as well. Right. But going through the summer, there's some other ones here. Uh, Ocean's 8, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mission Impossible 6. Holmes and Watson. It's the Will Ferrell and John C. Riley as Sherlock Holmes and John Watson. Right. Um, Alita: Battle Angel. That's the Robert Rodriguez directed, James Cameron produced sci-fi epic that's been like mm-hmm. being worked on for. Well, it's been in development for a long time. I know Cameron's been wanting to do that forever, but now Rodriguez is actually doing it. Uh, Shane Black's Predator movie, uh, the Barbie movie, which by default seems like that would probably be a big thing for kids. Um, it's got to be in top did, ten. Did me. you mention uh, Ready Player One? That's in March. Um, it's not the summer. I'm just going through summer. Oh, I thought yeah. you were going through like other things. Oh, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of things I can say. Double here. summer. Just, yeah, just yeah. the summer. The Nun, oh, okay. which is another Conjuring movie. Yeah. Um, skyscraper, The Rock plus one? The Rock plus a skyscraper. <laughs> it's just whatever it's gonna what? be. Like. <laughs> uh, let's see, Mamma Mia two. Here it goes again. Uh. <laughs> Mamma Mia, huge movie. Huge movie. Came out Didn't the they same, run out of songs? Came out, came out the same day as The Dark Knight. Still made like 600 have, million worldwide. So. Have more songs? <laughs> I, I love that the subtitle works for people who enjoyed it and also for people who don't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Here we go again. Yeah, Let's see. <laughs> That's clever. I know that Scarface remake, remake, remake has been in percolation for a while and is supposed to come out next year even though it lost its director recently. Uh, I'm looking at the cast of Mamma Mia. Everyone's back. Meryl Streep, Amanda Seyfried. They can't Seyfried. get enough of that Pierce Brosnan singing. They can't get enough of it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big summer. Big yeah. summer. Uh, we got some feedback here. Feedback, feedback, feedback. Feedback, feedback. feedback. Uh, it's basically all the same questions we just asked you guys, but I uh, figured why not go over those. This is, of course, where we go for the questions and answers on our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Podcast. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's go through the feedback here. Well, let's do it here. And first question is, uh, what were the best films of the summer? Jay writes, Spider-Man Homecoming was the most fun. Dunkirk was the best overall. Justin has, still haven't seen Wonder Woman. I know, I know. I'm going to, uh, I know I'm going to like it, though. Haven't had time, but I really liked Spider-Man. Nathan writes, Wind River. And lastly, Chris has Baby Driver, The Void, and Dunkirk. Has anyone else seen Wind River yet? No. Not yet. It's doing really no. well, though. Yeah, it's a, it's going to make more than Hell or High Water. Uh, that said, I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, I think it's fine. But I think you but, mentioned that last. Yeah, well, I think you... it's, now I'm seeing a lot of, like, it move, this movie's amazing kind of things going. I was like, it's it's okay. Like <laughs> Hell or High Water, very high water, top ten movie. Top ten uh, movie for me. Hell or High Water was great. And uh, Sicario yeah. from the from the same writer. Also a top ten great. movie for me. <laughs> his, his, this third one in, like, his trilogy, it's like, it's fine. It's just pretty standard. But, you know, I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts if you guys see it. So. Yeah, okay. Um, next question we have is, what are some of the worst films of the summer? Marcus, you noted King Arthur, The Legend of the Sword, was one of my top ten films of the summer in my heart. Uh, Greg Greg writes, I avoided as many as possible, but The Mummy and Wish Upon were not good. Mm. Uh, Chris writes, Baywatch, Chips, or that rubbish Transformers movie, take your pick. Nathan writes, Spider-Man Homecoming, fight me. Uh, okay. Jay writes, <laughs> The Mummy and Alien Covenant. 
And uh, Joe writes the Emoji Movie. So, yeah, Not bad. We went Not over, bad list. We went yeah. over our worst. Uh, we also asked, what were some of you surprised of the summer? Well, I got one answer. This is from Chris. He writes, Get Out and Baby Driver were a very refreshing surprise in between all the big buck blockbusters. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. And then the last question uh, that we asked everybody, uh, what was the name or name the films that you're looking forward to the rest of the year? George has It, Blade Runner, Thor. Surprisingly, the the last two were garbage. So George's not a big fan of Thor and Thor uh, Dark World. Shame. Uh, yeah. Friend of the show, Amy has Blade Runner 2049, Thor Ragnarok, Murder on the Orient Express, Mother, uh, The Death of Stalin, The Last Jedi, and The Disaster Arts. I had to say Mother with the exclamation mark. Good. Yeah. That's the way you say it. Nobody... Nobody right. mentioned Tyler Perry's Boo 2. No, not yet. You Medea did. Halloween. Yeah. I like uh, how, by the show. way, it's not called Boo a Medea Halloween 2. It's called Boo, Boo 2. two. Yeah. It's a very confusing title. <laughs> <laughs> and this matters, very, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's very distinct. Uh, friends show, Adam and winner of the Summer Box Office uh, gamble has Last Jedi, Last Jedi, and Last Jedi. And lastly, Chris has Blade Runner and Mother. He didn't write an exclamation mark. None of you, you know, guys mentioned Blade Runner, by the way. Yeah, I wanted to talk about – let's talk about Blade Runner since all your uh, listeners are mentioning it. What do you yeah. guys think? I, Hit, good, bad? I mean I'm sure it I will look nice. I, so I, this week, no, uh, like the news broke out that it might be two hours and 45 minutes long. That's a which, little fun movie. Which, which didn't – which did not excite Barf. me whatsoever. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm, I'm fine. Like, sure, that runtimes don't bother me. Is you know, it's just more of if the movie's good or not. But at the same time, it's like that's that didn't get me any more excited for Blade Runner, a movie that I've already on note on the show. I've said like, I don't know what this movie has to explore. I don't, I don't know what there is that's gonna like say this is the reason we made Blade Runner. So I'm very curious as to what reason we needed to have another Blade Runner movie. But I, I don't know what to expect just because I, I, I think it's going to run to the same problem that Ghost in the Shell had, where it's just going to explore themes that we've seen explored many times since 1982. I, like, I don't right. know what news is going to come from a Blade Runner movie. Yeah, I, I would be neutral on it. I would be surprised if it cracks 100 million. Like if if it does, that would be I would be it, surprised. It has to ride a lot on Harrison Ford because that movie was not a hit back in 1982. So it's like yeah. a sequel to it that's 30 years later. It's like yeah, that's that movie that my parents like. That's basically what it is for like the young audience. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it is one of those. The original Blade Runner though is one of those movies that have been reevaluated into one of like people raise that up as like one of the greatest science fiction movies of all time. Like yeah. That's if that's its reputation, even though it didn't have that reputation when it was released. So there is a built-in audience for it for this sequel. I just don't, I just don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to connect in the way that I think they were hoping. I'm, we'll find out soon enough. I'm very because I mean they're putting a lot on it. Like there's, all, I mean the marketing's all there. Like they have a lot writing on this being like a huge yeah. thing. I'm just, I just, I agree with you, Mark. I don't, I don't know what what nostalgia buttons it's going to press for you know everybody else uh, in the same way that like something like Star Wars or other movies that have written on the kind of like look what the original did and how we're making that new again I don't know if everyone has that kind of inherent like we need to see Blade Runner both what it looked like before but also a new take on the same thing like I don't know mm-hmm. how much that's going to play pay off so yeah but again it'll look nice I can guarantee you that yeah <laughs> it'll look nice. I, I do love the people involved um, we got a question Okay. Uh, this one comes from Chris. He writes, um, looking at next year's list of films, do you think that we're going to hit a superhero saturation point? Not including Incredibles. Not sure why. It's a superhero movie. I used to really enjoy when just a couple of films were released a year, but next year seems crazy. 
Uh, my short uh, answer is no. Um, yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> let's. I would answer that question like by. People... Let's look at the top three films of the summer: Wonder yeah. Woman, uh, Guardians, Spider Man. Uh, no. I feel yeah. like people ask this every summer or every yeah. year. No, no, we're fine. Yeah, and I, I, we've been asked this question a lot on the show too, and I don't think I think the answer is no as well. And our reasoning is not because we love Superman movies, but if they continue to be made well, that's just a good movie, right? So. Yeah, it doesn't hurt that they've mostly been good. Like that's yeah. the other, that's the other. Minus kind of... Academy Award winner Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> at this up. point, I think super, superhero movies are almost like a genre. It's almost like asking, are, have they reached a saturation point for animated films, or yeah. have they reached a saturated uh, point for comedies? It, that's what it, where where we're at at this point. So no, that's as long as there are good ones, they'll continue to make good ones, and the bad ones will fall to the side. And even ones like you're not necessarily like remit like they're not like taking it by storm as far as like I saw it and I need to see it like seven more times. One that you're just seeing like once you're like that was good. It's like well, yeah, you're you're still satisfied with it. You're not thinking like I did de- I don't need to see another superhero movie because I had a reasonably enjoyable time. It's just like okay, that was that one this month. Let's see right. what the one is next month. So yeah. And I feel like you know again, Marvel has set a pretty good standard of how to make them because if uh, if you're not interested in it, it's obviously not going to make money. I don't know uh, how many more X Men movies I can take unless Marvel takes the reins. There are three X Men movies next year, so get ready. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But three. Yeah. There are three X Men movies next year. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I hear you. So, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I guess that's because of the demand that X Men Apocalypse built in. I know, right? <laughs> that hairstyle in. Yeah. Good job, Oscar Isaac. Oh boy. Anyway, let's. That was feedback. 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 Uh, fortunately for Marcus, we don't have time for games this week. This was one big giant game, so I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you already lost the game of the year, so oh, I mean, we I gotta lost the game of, of the summer of the summer. The, the summer, yeah. Of the summer, yeah. There could be more oh. games that you could lose. There could all... be more. Yeah. <laughs> right. My humiliation can stop now. Don't worry, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna get you trained up for the next year. So we will. Okay. Start, we will start to wrap up though. Let's get to some other things here. Out now, episodes <laughs> out now. These are movies that are coming out on Blu-ray or DVD this week. Uh, I didn't get to mention this last week because we didn't really record a traditional show last week, yeah. but Ronin um, came out on a new fancy Blu-ray last week, and Ronin, the movie of Robert De Niro and Excellent Car Chases, has a great new Blu-ray to get if you need to get that, because I'm a huge Wait, fan of Wait, does Sean Bean die in that one? You have to watch Ronin to find out, Abe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that answer, because it could go either way. But that movie, that movie is a, it's an excellent little 90s action movie from John Frankenheimer. And I was just I've, I I mentioned this because I really like the movie, but also I've had the DVD since like forever. So upgrading to the new Blu-ray that has like a 4K transfer, it just looks amazing. I was so thrilled by how great Ronan looks. Um, what else? Uh, Megan Levy. This came out in the middle of the summer. Got pretty good reviews. Good about that. Yeah. So what's, uh, what's her name? The other Mara. Um, Mara. Sorry? Mara. Kate Mara, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah the one that doesn't eat the one. pie. The, the one that doesn't eat the pie, exactly. Um, <laughs> that got the award for best movie that wasn't for me um, on my top ten list, by the way. Megan Levy? <laughs> A ghost story. Oh, okay. I was okay. like, I, I get it, I see why other people like it, just wasn't my thing. I was like, alright. That's, uh, that's kind of how I feel. Yeah. Is that on video now? No, I'm just mentioning it because we mentioned it. Oh. we mentioned one of the Maras, so by, you're, the you're, we're contractually obligated to mention both Maras. <laughs> uh, Rough Night is out on Blu-ray this week. Uh, let's see. None of us. Did anyone see that? No. All right. Uh, Security. 
This is a movie with Antonio Banderas in like a Die Hard movie where he plays a security guard. Oh wow! Yep. Okay. Uh, Lowriders is out this week. That was that little Bloomhouse Tilt movie that made like a decent amount of money for the budget, I believe. It was, like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see, Band Aid. Another. Uh, I think it was on VOD originally. Okay. Uh, Abe's favorite movie, All Lies on Me, is on Blu-ray this week. I mean, you should see it, and then we'll just like we'll just trash on it. I don't want to see a bad <laughs> Tupac movie. I'll just watch one of the great Tupac documentaries. It's already documentaries, out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, go watch uh, Tupac Resurrection, the only yeah. one you need to see. Oscar nominated. Uh, let's see. Rebecca, is that on Criterion this week? Alfred Hitchcock's Rebecca. Okay. The only Alfred Hitchcock movie ever to win Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Supernatural Season 12. 12 seasons? Still Jeez. going. Good yeah. job, guys. That's 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 beautiful paycheck work. Good for them. Yeah, seriously, good for them. Like I am honestly get lost uh, on on UPN or WB or whatever. Yeah, you said it on one of those like it's on the CW. 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 I mean, seriously, good job, Jensen Ankles and uh, his brother, the other guy. That well-known other guy, you know the name of right offhand. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, Uh, but no, seriously, good job. Twelve seasons. Yeah, good on them. It has it has a fan base and they're supporting. Good job. Yeah. Uh, Let's see, Narco season two. I've heard a lot of good things about Narcos, the Netflix series. Um, it's wonderful. Series. I'm yeah. all about it. Okay. Yeah, my, my dad we'll have to have loves you it. Watch it. Yeah. My dad loves it, and eventually I'll get into it. I just, it's just time. So Netflix releases something every week, so it's hard. Yeah. Uh, the Flash season three. You're a good Flash job. Fan. And lastly, on Shout Factory this week, Mr. Mom with Michael Keaton. Yes! <laughs> now on Blu-ray. I just watched that a couple weeks ago. I talked about it. Mr. Mom. Is it Terry Gar? Is that his wife in the... Uh, I don't know. Terry Gar is in it, yes. Yeah, Yeah, because I just saw Close Encounters, so she's in that also. So it's like, oh, there's a lot of Terry Gar going on. Yeah. Uh, And let's see, next up, that's that's what that's presents with that now. Next up is extremely cool, just things that are now streaming on Netflix. And speaking of Narcos, Narcos Season 3 is now on Netflix. So, Alan, I'm sure you're digging that, right? As soon as I'm done with this, I'm going back to watch it. Okay. It's, It's great stuff. And um, I know I just kind of randomly looked at what came out for the first uh, day of September, since I'll get a bunch of new Netflix releases. City of Gods on Netflix again on streaming. That's just one Solid of my favorite movie. movies ever. So I'm just oh, yeah. happy to it's mention good, City of God. Kinda, Very good one. Depressing at times. And kind of hilarious at times also. There's a lot of good things yes. in City of God. Yeah. Great filmmaking also. Best directed nomination. Uh, let's see. Next week's show. Next week we will all float too because we'll be talking about It. Yay! I think that's going to be a big hit. It's going to be huge. Yeah. yeah. It's going to set some September records. That's what it's going to do. <laughs> Take that, Hotel Transylvania 2. <laughs> probably the current September record, if I had to guess. Possibly. I'm yeah, pretty sure it's, it's either that or like Sweet Home Alabama. I think one of those has the September record. Sweet I'm not even Home joking. Alabama. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, but yeah, uh, it's what we'll be talking about. I am looking forward to it. Um, we'll see how that goes. And the uh, last thing we do here, what should people go and see now, and what do you plan to see next? Marcus Robinson, what should people go and see um, in theaters right now? I mean, if Detroit's still out there, it's probably not. Give it love, if it's, if it's out there, uh, if you can find it. Uh, and then I'm going to go see it next. Nice. Right. Mark Hoban, what should people see right now? Uh, the last thing I saw was Patty Cakes, and uh, it's... A little heartwarming story about a woman who becomes a rapper, and it is predictable. 
I will give it that. But it is really done as well as any film I've ever seen in this kind of a story. I, th- I think it's really good. Has have any of you seen it? Mm-mm. Not yet. No. Nobody. Not yet. Okay. Yeah, it's it isn't playing in a lot of theaters, and it and it hasn't made a lot of money. But uh, I also the the music is so I, it helps to see the movie. But then the uh, the way that they put together these songs, it's very organic. And she has this sort of ragtag group of people that she works with, and the way the song comes together. Kathy Moriarty uh, of Taxi Driver fame is in the film. She plays her grandmother, and <laughs> I'll just say she's. She she's she has a very small part, but she actually has a part in their hit single in the in the movie, and it's it's really funny. So I, yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. Glad to hear. Kathy Moore, you mean Raging Bull? Yeah. Oh, did, what did I say? Taxi, taxi driver. driver. I'm sorry. Yeah. I meant Raging Bull. I'm so sorry. Raging Bull. Robert said, De Niro forgives you. Jodie off, Foster's yeah. Taxi Driver. <laughs> Kathy Moriarty. Yeah. It set, off, it set off my like my my film buff a meter. No, like, I, what's I, happening? I, I, <laughs> no, no. I'm right. She she played Jake LaMotta's wife. Yeah. So in mm, in okay. uh, Raging yeah. Bull. Yeah. Sorry, and the, Kathy. And the villain in Casper. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what do you what do you plan to see next, Mark? Uh oh, it. Right. I'm going to see it. Alan, what should people see in theaters right now? I don't even know what's out right now. If Detroit's out, go see that. I saw Big Stick last weekend, so if you can go see that, go see that. Uh, what I'm going to see next is probably it. All right. Or yeah. Wind River. That's one of the two. Nice. Okay. Uh, definitely recommend Logan Lucky, and uh, I'm going to be watching it next. Yeah, uh, Logan Lucky for sure, I would say. Um uh, big sick if you can find it for sure I, it's still out there it's making money and a good mm-hmm. time i can't recommend good time enough i love that yeah. good time oh yeah it's a good point good point yeah good time good stuff and uh, yeah it i will be seeing it uh, this week uh, so yeah with all that said that's gonna do it for this week's episode of out now there and Abe. you can find more of my work on my personal blog dakotazeek.com you can find all my written movie reviews as well as a lot of essays i've been doing this summer over there you can also find me on twitter at aaron's ps4 Abe. Find more fun stuff over at Oakley Doakley on Instagram and Twitter.com slash Walrus Moose. Hashtag Modest Mouse will all float too. That's <laughs> not the lyrics. Marcus Robinson, where can people find more of your work online? <laughs> MoviesMarcus.com and on Twitter at uh, MoviesMarcus. Mark Hoban. You can find more of my work uh, at uh, FastFilmReviews.com and you can also follow me on Twitter, Mark underscore Hoban. And Alan Aguilera. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. You do A L D O R A Y N E for Aldo Rain, and also on um, Twitter as Mr. Aldo Rain. And I'm usually more on Instagram than anything else. So, all right. You can find all the other episodes about now there and enable over on iTunes as well as on Audio Boom. You can also listen to us over at HHWLOD, SoundCloud, and Podomatic. Feel free to email us at outnowpodcast.gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts on the summer of 2017, uh, how you think movies will do next year or what have you. Give us any, any sort of thoughts. Yeah, or you can send us some feedback for the questions we're going to ask about it-related movies over at facebook.com slash outnowpodcast, or you can tweet us at twitter.com slash outnow underscore podcast. So, yeah, uh, of course, there's also our, uh, our Tumblr page, outnowpodcast.com. Illustrious Tumblr page. Yeah. Sends plenty of gifts to celebrate Marcus's heroic loss over there at outnowpodcast.com. Oh. <laughs> we still got love for you, Marcus. Get, us, get, get us all the gifts oh, of Charlie you. Hunnam pulling a sword out of the stone over there. That'd be great. Or or David Beckham. Or David Beckham, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
greatest cameo of the year. Mm-hmm. That was a long cameo. It was a long cameo. He's just sitting there, <laughs> guarding the sword. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's spouting off some Guy Ritchie slang, too. Like, yeah, yeah. You just pull it. What? <laughs> anyway, Marcus, Alan, Mark, thank you all for joining us today. Yeah, thank you guys all for being on. And also, thank you to all thank the you. participants who wrote in. Uh, the fans of Odin uh, wrote in, and also everybody else who was uh, a participant in this year's Summer Box Office Gamble. Thank you guys for doing all that. Yes, very much. Thank you for uh, participating. Yeah. We hope you get more participants next year as far as uh, the uh, listeners go, as well as uh, guests on the show. It's fun to like get everybody in here. So uh, Yeah. And, yeah, we'll uh, see how well we can do next year with the onslaught of movies that come out next summer. But <laughs> until next week when we uh, – See how scary it is. That's going to do it for this week's episode. So until next time, so long. And goodbye. get to your, the record that you did achieve you had the lowest points ever on any of our summer gambles <laughs> don't kick him while he's down him. Oh. he should be proud he was better than he's... everybody else in losing he's oh. great <laughs>